When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Throwback Thursday with Goodie Orange. Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is Matt. Are you telling me you built a time machine? What if it's DeLorean? Yeah. Throwback Thursday. What's the problem? Don't I solve it? Take out the hook. Why am I DJ with Bonnie? I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. Throwback Thursday. Thursday. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Bueller. Who are you? I'm Batman. Ned Ryerson. Bang! Two in the box, ready to go. Me be fast and baby slow. It's Throwback Thursday with the Orange. Hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried, USA Up All Night, here at Kastabi World, New York City, getting culture. And we'll be watching two movies as an antidote. The first one of them is Senior Week, about two good-looking guys and two dorks who go looking for women. And you'll never guess. Then, it's 12 angry women, all undressed up and no place to go in Man Killers. But first, let's watch Michael St. Gerard, Barbara Gruen, George Kleck, Alan Nagar, and Janie Poteet in Senior Week on USA Up All Night. Gee, they're naked, they don't have any faces. Symbolism. Two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. Honestly, how do I deal with you every day? Get ready. Turn on the radio. Yeah. Holy mother nugget. And holy mother meatball. I'm the smartest man alive. You're so ridiculous. What? You're such a fool. Get out of here. Cavino and Rich. Let's go. Wow. Oh. Symbolism. Up all night. Welcome to the show. Throwback Thursday. To think that that guy and those shitty movies kept me up all night as a kid. I'd be falling asleep in class because I'm watching Gilbert Godfrey. USA up all night. Rest in peace. Anyway, thank you guys for hanging out. Can Steve you, Cavino, Rich Davis. Can you do me a favor, Spot? Can you look up Jane Petite and see how she aged? Janie Petite? Janie Petite! One of the girls from that trailer, I was she like, man. Woo, not bad. Hottie. We're Cavino and Rich. Throwing it back and we be rocking out. Let's go. <laughs> Janie Petite. <laughs> all right. All right, let's How's it going, everybody? Hope you had a great Wednesday. Flying by this week already. Approaching Easter weekend. Yeah. Gonna kiss my keister for Easter. Yeah. Yeah. In Macy's window. <laughs> Everybody kiss my keister. I thought it was for Easter. Stick it in your keister it's for Easter. Anything keister for Easter, man. Stick it in your keister. Stick it for in, Easter. kiss it. Depends who's around, right? Well, um hold on. So let's see what's up with uh Janie Petit. Janie Petit. Janie Poteet. Janie Poteet. Never heard of him. I said to Cavino. 
as we were starting the show, you've made so many Gilbert Godfrey up all night references over the last 15 plus years. I've never seen that once in my life because I didn't have cable. Right. So it was on the USA network. If you would have lied about that and it's been a 15 year joke, I would have been like, yeah, I believe it. The worst movies. He'd, he'd be your like, you know, a lot of people do that with like horror movies, but he would introduce horror movies. You know? Now here's Sorority Slaughter, Volume Four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like that okay, kind of guy. I get you. you know what's interesting? Um, By the way, Fright she, Night she, on USA. Up all night. It looks like Janie Petite was yeah. one of those um, like '80s fitness girls. Ooh. So she wore like spandex and tights. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying. I can't find any updated information on her though. Janie Petite. Bad USA movies. You know, speaking of Gilbert, we talked about it yesterday. Gilbert Godfrey passed away, 67. Yeah. I yeah, the firm have total a body. personal ban against Howard Stern. It's my own personal thing. You Hold guys on. could like him. This I don't is, care. Oh, wait. That's Janet Jones-Gresky. Oh. I feel like Cheney Petit's in this, though. The firm. More than is everybody's dad in the back? The firm compared to is that Greg in the back? They tried. An overwhelming By the way, so that's Gretzky's wife and his daughter's beautiful. Effective. Oh my goodness. National Fitness uh, Press. Look at how this thing to the perfect workout team. Is that really Gretzky's wife? It's got to be, right? I mean, you have the name Gretzky you're doing a fitness video. I'm assuming that's his beautiful wife. The all new 60 minute and everyone loves his daughter Paulina now, right? Isn't that the girl from wasn't she in Police Academy 5? Only you would know that. She was. All I'm thinking about on a throwback Thursday is Norm MacDonald's creepy dad. I'm sorry, Artie Lang's creepy dad, who ended up being Norm MacDonald's creepy dad in the movie Dirty Work. Yeah. Would be sitting there watching clips like that. Of course. <laughs> that shit's great. It's a funny ass scene if you could find that spot. Anyway. What's up, Cliff? What's up, Joe, P10? What's up, Sam? What's Jane, up, Michael? Jane Petit was the lead instructor. On a throwback Thursday, <laughs> wow. you know, we honor Gilbert Godfrey. Seems like all of our comic curio, uh, heroes, heroes, heroes of, <laughs> of our childhood are slowly going. But like Janie Petit, I wanted to see what Howard said about it because a lot of times I'd hear Gilbert on the Howard Stern show. It was Pretty interesting. And like I said, I had this personal vendetta against listening to him because <laughs> I'm a baby bitch about it. And I've been a lifelong fan, but I did want to hear what he had to say because Gilbert provided so many great moments for his show. Yeah. And it's really interesting, man, because I could relate, but I can't. He said, you know, he told the story of Gilbert and how he was one of the most talented guys. And Keep going. I have, a, I have a question. If girls were doing this stuff in like the 80s and 90s, where'd all the butts go? <laughs> there was no f- emphasis on they're doing, glutes. I, they're they're doing they, I mean, these girls, that girls. girl has a good butt. They it's just are, you're not seeing it because they're, they're not doing emphasizing enough. Hold it. Hold on. This, this move. Because they were doing full body workouts probably. Oh, now girls it? just oh, focus on, work. on ass and they're doing actual squats. Yeah, that but spot, these girls also are not popping their butts out because there was no emphasis, as Kavino said, on it. There was no emphasis on the booty, so they weren't popping it. Yeah, but like this move right here should totally work all the glutes. And that girl's got probably a nice booty. She's just not popping it. She's probably fit, but girls it. are doing actual squats and ass workouts. By the way, I'm gonna when fall. I say actual squats, I mean like with heavy weight. I think today I'm going to fall down an 80s and 90s workout video. Uh, yeah, you're like the wormhole. dad from Dirty Work. And also uh, Road Trip. The dad from the, Dirty uh, Work. The grandpa on Road Trip. And, the, and every other creepy old guy portrayed in, you know, there, remember he, Didn't the grandpa in Road Trip knock over a vase with his penis because he was watching workout videos? Sounds familiar, yeah. 
It's fine. You remember that clip at least? I do. On a throwback Thursday? I can't find anything else about Janie Petite. <laughs> this is, is going to be my mission to find out where she is today. Janie Petite. She's probably 105 years old. Yeah. You don't want to know. Honestly, she'll be an old lady and you'll feel weird. She probably lives in a shoe right now or she's in somebody's cupboard. I don't know. So, I never even heard of that actress, by the way. Even, even did I. I just <laughs> saw her and she was cute and I said, hey, then Gilbert's thing. Now, what's interesting is when you, when you see Up All Night, it was essentially... Not a commercial. They call it in the industry an interstitial, like a little... Uh, he was the host. Yeah. Now back to shitty movie. Shitty movie no from one, the 80s. No one tolerates any type of commercial at all anymore. No. I, I was telling you, my kids, I don't even think they comprehend what it is. I was like, Emmy, it's a commercial. She's like, like stop it. Kids are allergic when to commercials. When you have They don't Netflix, know our struggles. Hulu, Amazon... Disney Plus, if you're watching all these things, very rarely, I think when they're watching YouTube, commercials will pop on and they lose it like as if something's wrong. Like, yeah. it's like our, it's our version of I walked uphill both ways to school and back. When I was a kid, I had to time out my pee breaks. Remember that feeling of you had to go to the bathroom, but you want to be back for who's the boss and you're sliding on the floors with your socks, just trying to get back in time. Yeah. Kids will never know that. No. Pause, rewind, fast forward. I'm sure they wouldn't have appreciated Gilbert's interstitials either. But yeah, I believe P10 is right. Elvira did it as well. Right. I don't know if she did the same show or her own show though, but she was she definitely one own, of those people. She would like intro like she did the horror movies. The horror movies. Ah, yeah, okay. It was so long ago, but that. it's all coming back. So I, I wanted to hear Howard's take on it because again, Gilbert provided so many moments for Howard's show. Again, I'm against Howard, but I wanted to hear. Yeah. What did he have to say about it? Listen to this. He did praise him, saying he was one of the most talented dudes that he knew, sharpest, quickest, all things we knew. But again, we experienced a lot, too, from his show. That's where Gilbert shined really the brightest in a lot of ways. Because he was just off the cuff and just burying people. He was never politically I mean, correct. As far as his roasts, that... That, that's a whole but Howard separate was angle of, of Gilbert. Well, he doing was his all the own roasts. worst enemy, right? Got in his own way because Howard would try to try to wrangle him, right? Hey, listen, when you do Vampire Godfrey, that's you got to do that like this and whatever character he was doing, right? And Gilbert would always do the opposite. If someone said, "Hey, man, don't do jokes on X, Y, and Z," he did them just to piss everybody off. Like, and that was what was funny to him. Like, no one put him. In a box. And you know what? I, I don't think he would have changed any of that because that's what made him him. Right. It, it's not like he was unsuccessful and missed his opportunity because he pissed people off. Like, but it did keep him from going further, right? Like, he could have been more mainstream. He had a Disney gig. Why didn't that go further? Probably because he was so off color. But he was true to his comedy. Yeah, right? he was true so to he was himself. true to the, cra and the he craft a, and he, he was... Great living. Now... What I found interesting was Howard, because you said he had a falling out with him. I didn't know that. So I was interested in seeing, well, I wonder what he's going to say because Howard probably distanced himself. At least this was what I was thinking because of how politically incorrect Gilbert was in a PC world where Howard's trying to navigate those murky waters to the best of his abilities. Yeah. So he distanced himself from a lot of those things. Professionally, I get it. 
He said that Gilbert was on his show 122 times. That's a lot, dude. Yeah. That's a lot of moments, a lot of mic time. You're sharing the mic. That's a moment. TV, right? Woo. And still felt that he didn't know this dude personally. That he only knew him professionally. And I was like, here's why. Because yeah, a lot it. of people assume that I we're pals it. with the people that stop by our show. I don't, and I do. And they're like, dude, why don't you hit up so-and-so and be on his podcast? Or why don't you hit up that guy or get that guy on your show again? It's like, yeah, we've had some moments. We had some fun. We got along on the show, but I don't know them as well as you may think. But in reality, the most we've ever had anybody on our show was probably like seven, eight times. Yeah. Maybe. You got a guy on your show 122 uh, times? John, I, John that's, I was, wow, thinking, I was thinking John Bastow came to mind. At least 100 times. John Bastow was our fitness guy, and we probably had him on weekly for a year of our lives, maybe. Or a couple of years, but every other week or so. I feel like it was like once a month. And I knew nothing about that guy other than his fucking shtick of like, I used to be a bowling pin, dude, bros. Like, did you know anything about like where he lived? Was he sa- You didn't even know if he was gay, straight, asexual. I what but he, I felt like I had a you nice knew nothing relationship. About John I felt like I had a, a good camaraderie with the guy, for sure. You know, I could have had a drink with John Basedale. Did you ever? I did not. I might have. I don't know. Did we? Does he even no. buy alcohol? I feel like he, yeah, uh, but I felt like I had a really good. I would speak to him, no, but personally, he would buy us gifts for our 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 wives and kids at the time. Yeah, but but my thought is, but again, that's nowhere are, close are, to 122 times. I can't tell you that I I couldn't help but notice, like, wow, nah, is that just I get it? Howard keeping guests as guests, or is that Gilbert just being a weirdo? And he was also both. explaining, yeah, probably both. But it did blow my mind like man this dude was so peculiar that even with a guy that he did so many things with from our perspective yeah. they didn't have that relationship well, uh, it's, and i was interested in listening to I, to hear I about wouldn't, it. Uh, i wouldn't look at it that way i would look i i think How that's you not i think that's sort of normal because what we, we haven't do, even had a guest on more than maybe you bring up john based he he wasn't a guest he came in as an expert right right but so that's still even, someone that you have zero relationship with. I guarantee with. you we didn't even have that guy on 15 times. Yeah. Based up? I guarantee it. Easily. 20 at the absolute most. 122 yeah, you guys, times you guys with had, Gilbert. You guys had very short attention spans. As, as, someone, like who a lot. To, as someone who used to coordinate guests uh, for the show, you have very short attention spans. Uh, I would hate having someone on... Uh, too infrequently, you'd be like, ah, oh, we just had them on. Hold on, let me think. Uh, let me think. Let me on. think about Dude, this. A hundred. Uh, let me think about. Hold on, let's times. think about That's this. That's a lot. Let's think uh, about we this. We just had them on. We have been doing the show for what seventeen years. Right, let's just say we started in, in the beginning of 05 technically, right? So, 05 and we left for LA in twenty fifteen. So ten years in New York because we haven't had base now on out here. I mean, I'm sure I could like. No, oh, you don't need to. I'm just saying, in ten years, if we had him on. You don't, you don't think we had John based on two times a year? Oh, yes. Yeah. But for how many years? Not yeah, many. Because once we, f- we formed the relationship, then he was on a lot. And then the re- relationship fizzled because he became uh, inappropriate. By the way, John Basedown is a fitness guy from like the late 1900s, days. early 2000s, from the infomercial days. He kept me up all night too, like Gilbert Godfrey. So I wish John Basedown the best. Let's see. Innovator. John 
Basedow moved on after Spot. What? Sean Basedow. Oh, maybe Sean Basedow moved on after Spot embarrassed him. Spot embarrassed you Sean Basedow. No, I didn't embarrass him. He told him to beat it. Actually, Spot. This is the one time I'll defend Spot because uh, Steve, uh, who was that? Your mom. Hey, Dude, you're, hey, I hey, ten. Call your son no. and his friend. Because they were the ones that didn't want him on, and I had to give him the cold shoulder. Yeah, he, he's so right. Talk to your son and your friend, and that's not what okay? happened either. And maybe you didn't handle it properly. I, I don't like know. Just like you don't handle that. Handle that. My fault. You're a very weird guy. Let me Why? explain. Oh, you want to be bla- okay? John based uh, uh You uh, ruined. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? John based Why would you want to be blamed for something that's not your fault? It's not my fault, and it's it's a constant thing on the show. About based out me ruining the relationship. No, you we, guys did we it. We told the story. The guy everyone thinks I did. was rubbing all of our colleagues the wrong way. Yeah. We brought him on our TV show and he was relentlessly hitting up our producers. He was hitting up people at Sirius XM and he became associated with us. So they were coming to us, our colleagues, professionals, like, hey, you got to tell your bud, nice guy and all, but to back off. Beat so we're like, hey, look, we just know him. Professionally, he's a good dude. So we had to tell it based out of be like, hey, look, man, back off. And he didn't take that kindly because he was one of those very aggressive dudes when it came to pushing his product and yeah. pushing his website. Like, I guess we're not dude bros anymore. Yeah. Is that so what he, he says? Because I, I never talked to him. What did so, he say? So we had Spot say, hey, man, just. I, just I like, I'm like, back I, off a little. I kept pushing him off and pushing yeah. him off because he kept wanting to come on. And you were like, eh, so honestly, based eh, out did that to himself. He didn't know his boundaries. Like, nah. He didn't know his boundaries, man. He didn't know his boundaries. He didn't. Yeah, I guess it, you know what it is. I think it's it is a case of no one's to blame other than boundaries not being understood. He stomped all over him, bro. That guy totally. Like, and he was a it, nice it, guy. It would be like you telling your neighbor. He's just one hey, of those. Anytime you want to swing by for a drink, right. Come on by, and that's like every day. He's like. Hey, what's up, neighbor? Uh, Want to have a beer? And you're like, I sort of like didn't Ding mean dong. every day. Come, you know, like John anyway, Bastow took the open invite. Like, you know what your mom would always tell people when you were a kid? We should get together sometime. Like yeah. the fake let's get together. John Bastow took it as when you were like, yo, I'll see you soon, bro. He's like, soon meaning like in two days? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. And he was relentless and aggressive and never took no for an answer, which is good but not when it's making us look bad right yeah so that's what happened there but even so we had that guy on as a as a fitness expert often i, th- I think the point i felt like i had a pretty good relationship no, with him no the, the, the to point, have someone on 122 mm, times and share those moments hours at a time it was just odd to me but like i said it made sense but it didn't because i could understand people think we have these relationships True. that we don't but at the same time how how Odd it seemed to hear that from his perspective. Yeah, I, I, I think again, it's odd, but then when I really think about it... You could work with people day in, day out, and not yeah. really know much about their personal life. Yeah, I mean... So, but I just assume they were friends, right? We, you assume that. We try to create that atmosphere when we would have interns or producers other than Spot because we wanted to create that family type of like, yo, everyone's welcome atmosphere. Right. But like, I'll be honest... I've invited Tata, Jake, Archie, all to like my home, to parties, to holidays, and and we become friends beyond radio and, and broadcasting. 
I can promise you other shows at iHeart, SiriusXM, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify. I can promise you other podcasts and shows are not palling around with everyone on their team. I can promise you that. The only personal interaction that Howard and Gilbert had, and I'm just filling you in because I found it peculiar because a lot of us knew Gilbert either from USA Up All Night, his comedy, or Howard. He said it was... Gilbert had like an appendix issue and yeah. Howard went to visit him because they thought he was dying. <laughs> oh, wow. And Gilbert was so cheap. You know, Howard did the, can I get you anything? And he actually like wrote like, yeah, I need slippers. And like I need, <laughs> I need underwear. And you know, cause he was such a cheap guy. <laughs> Bring me some socks. Yeah. And would always take, he was the type of guy that came in and like whatever he could take, he would take cause he was such a weird, peculiar, cheap dude. So anyway, throwback Thursday. I used to love USA up all night. I really did. Because that, for me, was like, oh, parents are sleeping. I get to watch, you know, killer clowns from outer space. But, of course, the edited TV version. Someone so, brings up a good question. Boston Sal hit us up. Mm-hmm. When you talk about getting together and people overstepping their bounds, or some people, there's so many empty invites. Like, hey, we should hang sometime. And you don't mean it. And then there's other people that do mean it. It doesn't happen anymore, but would it be weird if someone showed up unannounced to your place in 2022? Because now, there's no excuse to ever show up unannounced anywhere, right? That's the the old Sebastian Maniscalco bit. We got company. We got company. Like, Come who, on in. Who's at the door? Like, yeah, it could have been your dad's buddy. It could have been the neighbor. <laughs> Let's see who it is. Yeah. I mean, that, it's one of, that that's one of the best bits. That doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. Now, you're like, who the F is that? Yeah, that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. So it's a weird thought to think. Like yesterday, like, yesterday, might some someone knocked on my door, and I, unlike you, uh, not not that you're rude, but like I have I I have I have patience with customer service and stuff, or telemarketers. You're like get the fuck out. Someone knocked on my door yesterday. Mm-hmm. I felt like Steve Cavino for a second because it was two kids trying to sell some solar shit, and the whole time I'm like, are they case in the joint? So I was like, what? They look like 20 oh, year old like, kids. I know. They're like, like 20 year old kids with short sleeve shirts. At first, I thought they were. Uh, Don't be those people on, on those uh, next door and, and ring apps that, like, anytime they see something slightly out of the ordinary, they immediately report it. There's a man walking down the street. He looks suspicious. I'm, I'm not on any of those apps because I, uh, I I don't like to live in, in the fear world that you live in. But yesterday, I was like, what are these? Who are these kids? I see them walking around my neighborhood. I'm like, I mean, the really alternative see- is have your head up your ass and not know anything I that's like happening that. in your neighborhood. I like okay. That. I mean, that's why I know there's helicopters and police cars everywhere. Well, I guess I'll just continue wandering the lawn. Yeah. I, I mean, it's Dr. Brown Thumb. Yeah. Are you Dr. Brown Thumb or Mr. Brown Thumb? I think he's uh, Mr. Brown Thumb. <laughs> oh, he's working his way. I'm working my way, he guys. Got, he has to go One to day. Brown Thumb Medical, or One day. Brown Thumb Medical School. <laughs> One day I'll get there. <laughs> One day, not, not there yet, but one day. I've I'll been gardening with Mr. Brown Thumb. He's been watering his lantanas today. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. He won't leave him alone. I, look at that. Tony's with me. He goes, dudes, I hate when someone knocks on my door now. They are 100% case in the joint Home Alone style. It's possible. I'm also not on the neighborhood app, but when someone strange comes to your door, I'm like, like. But really, dude, who knocks on your door anymore? He acted like I'm people, like the, the, the people delivering packages. He's acting like I'm the neighborhood vigilante, like that guy. Who was that piece of shit that killed uh, the black kid? Oh, uh, was George Zimmerman. Yeah, was George Zimmer. You're acting like I'm like Zimmerman. Oh, who's or outside? Zimmer? I have a ring door. Ah, I have yeah. a ring doorbell. When you have a ring doorbell, you get notifications all the time. And you know, of course, Jordan has that neighborhood app. But you know, 
thousands, millions of people have that app. No I one just wants, have the it, ring it, doorbell. So it tells weird. me all the time that there's a jerk off stealing boxes. It is so weird to knock on someone's door. It is. That even when I took Emmy trick or treating. Can it be he no, even when I took door? Emmy. Even when I took Emmy trick or treating, I felt weird knocking on people's doors. And that's the one day where it's allowed. I'm like, really? all right, Emmy, knock on their door. And I'm like, I guess they're not home. Let's go. Like, it's a weird thing that was so common back in the day. You would That's how you would hang out with your friends. Hey, can Paul come out and play? I'm just picturing Hello, Sebastian. Hello, is Steven home? Nowadays, Sebastian's like, everybody get down. Everybody get down. Who is it? Like, who has the balls to be stopping by right now, knocking on the door? Yeah, it's a totally different thing who on a throwback Thursday. Knocking up my door? So we threw it back. It's Covino and Rich. By the way, everything's I'm at Covino and Rich. Easily. Like I'm combing through old logs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easily 20 times. Based out, yeah. Dating back to 2007. Wow. Yeah, I mean, but, but dude, 122 it. times, I you mean, think you start to have a bit of a personal connection because they're the talent, right? They're the guys. But I'm like, man, they really kept it Hollywood and professional. I would think after 120 something times, like if I had Felipe Esparza, what's up, fool? After 122 times, I think I'd know him a little better than uh, agreed. But than you're, the you're way very, it was described. You're, you're uh personable guy even though sometimes you like to make it seem like you're all introvert but when we're like when we're hanging with let's say a felipe or something camino's chatted up with the best of them trying you know but just being I, a normal dude hey man know, but based cool. out based out is a great example of someone that was hey at the time a great guest he was a fitness guy made sense for our brands like yo here's a fitness guy giving all these great tips about diet and this and that but did you really want to hang with him outside of that world i swear to you Outside of John would have Get out of here. No, I what, would what? have gone out for like an after work drink or dinner with Spot and Bass Down. Yeah, I would have done that. I full feel like shit. I did. I feel like he showed up to our events and we've hung out and stuff full like that. Yeah, I mean, you're full of shit in saying that you would want to. You might do it out of like a kind no, obligation. I actually like John Bass Down, dude. He hit me up often. So I would have professional brainstorming type of conversations. That was right, our relationship. Question. What, what we was never this? talked about like, dude, you spreading splitting cheeks tonight. We didn't have that relationship, but I talked to him a lot where yeah, he, he was, I felt comfortable with the guy. Always been kind to us, but I'm saying we had the definition of what you're talking about. John based. was the number one example of relationship where it's nothing more than, yeah, this is professional and you know, it can, it can be possible. Now there's guys we've had on a few times where, yeah, we're hesitant to make that relationship at the next level. But that's just us being weirdos. <laughs> right? I mean. I guess. Yeah, you never know. So, just some observations on a throwback Thursday. Oh, speaking from of. From your pals, uh, Cavino and Rich. I got some the, stories and and I have some questions for you. Speaking and, of the neighborhood app. Yeah. Um, and, and people knocking on your door. Is Who that, could it be? Is this your whole thing now? Like, are you the neighborhood police? Like, you're not really watering the lawn. You're just, like, scoping. Oh, you're the nosy neighbor on <laughs> the lawn. We're just the nosy neighbor. Like, what's going on? Who that? No, uh, I bet. I he doesn't need a nap. He's just there uh, gardening or pretending. I, uh, my, my, Who's this little kid on his big wheel? My, my dude. What's he want? So, what's the uh, My neighbor? dude, Ruben. What was, what was the neighbor on Small Wonder again? Harriet. Harriet. He's such a Harriet. I'm a Harriet. My, my dude, Ruben, yesterday made little trenches around my rose bushes so I could, so I could uh, water them easier. And I'm outside. Checking all. Does he come with a side of au jus sauce? I'm just wondering. Oh, Ruben? He does. 
Au jus. You never had a Reuben? Reuben's usually come with au jus. Yeah, no, a, Reuben a, French sandwich. Di- a French dip comes French with au jus. comes with au jus. Nice to serve. Hey, maybe I served them wrong all the you, time. You probably You're did. Probably. A Reuben does not come with au jus at all. I just went with you. <laughs> a Reuben is a, a Reuben has nothing to do with I, au jus. I However, used them with a, I used to serve them. I'll way. be honest. I'll dip anything I mean, in that au jus sauce. I'll dip maybe French that's why fries. I, tips I'll dip. I thought I, I deserved. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like a, a beef uh, broth. A hot au jus sauce with a French dip is a great sandwich. It, it might not be as good as a turkey O'Toole or a, or a Reuben, but... You ever have a Sergio dip with au jus sauce? Oh. Have I? I'm very excited to eat it. Yeah. I'm very excited to eat this. <laughs> Look them up. It's a really bad uh, show. Well, two, two in a row. I so, got one more. One more coming. You know, once or twice a week, we have people by the house to just do some, you know, maintenance and whatnot. Like, like many people do, whether it be a, a gardener, landscaper, pool guy, um, you name it, people, th- that's what they do. So something we, uh, that did not dawn on us. So in our master, beth, uh, our master bathroom, the bathroom within our bedroom, we're finally starting to really use it more because, you know, like, how do I, how do I describe this? You get in a habit. Like the first bathroom that was done in this house was like the main hallway one that everyone uses when they're over. When they finally finish the master bathroom, your instinct is to still in the morning grab your towel and go to the regular bathroom. So we're starting to be like, well, we have this beautiful bathroom within our bedroom. Let's use it. Mm-hmm. It's actually a huge monstrous glass shower with the multiple shower heads. And, you know, it's fucking great. Yet I use the bathtub one shower head kids bathroom. So Sarah yesterday goes, I'm going to take a really long shower. I haven't had a minute. I haven't, I haven't showered in like a day or so. The kids, oh, it's, the kids are sleeping, taking a shower. Don't bother me. And in our, in our bathroom, we don't have blinds or a curtain or anything because it just, there's one window and it goes to the backyard. Who's going to see us in the backyard? Ruben. Well, yesterday, the pool guy came by to change some filter or something on the pool. Some, some, and Sarah's like, I'm in the shower. It's like, I don't know if you can see me from out there, but he walked right by the window. And there I was like, just in the glass shower. Speaking like, of all you cheeks and titties <laughs> and everything out. So I think our pool guy got a peek. Wow, man. I don't think you could see in windows as clear as you think, right? Sometimes you see out a window. Glare. You know he probably yeah. saw himself with some titties. There's only one way to find out. Tell Sarah to go in the shower. I'll walk outside if I can see it. But really, to, yeah. to paint the full picture, she has to let the cheeks yeah, yeah. out, the whole deal. Spot, let us know what happens. All right. uh, yeah, and to come full circle, the guy in the backyard was John Basedale. Oh, there you go. Bam, there you go. ta-da. But yeah, no, that's, it's, that's such a common thing too, by the way, where you don't use a great amenity you have because you're just used to using like the you old like one. Like, I feel like my brother watches TV all the time in like his... T- shitty little den TV instead of like the big TV. You, uh, you've seen people do that. You're like, why are you not using them? My dad why are you not using the TV too. room? And you're like, it's eh. in the porch. It's like, yeah, yeah, why am I in the porch? I don't want nobody to bother me. <laughs> on a shitty TV sometimes. Meanwhile, you're like, dad, no one's my using mom's it, like, in a bad mood or something. a 70 inch TV in the living room and no one's on it. Right. Yeah, it's good. I watch on my phone in the living room. In the Everybody pool. does so. a version of that, I guess, or knows somebody. So, wow. Good for Ruben. Yeah, so, no, that Ruben's not the, the, the Jorge. Oh, good for hip, hip, Jorge. Hip, hip, hip Jorge. Hip, 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 it's Jorge. weird. He's back again today for some reason. Imagine, yeah, weird. imagine his stories. Oh. Tip. Man, he's like, yo, guys, never believe it. Who, how did pool guys get the reputation of, like, 
banging people. You think you think there was a trend? there when when there, you know no because they're usually like um, around during the day like, when yeah. like young hot uh, ripped thinking Cabana boys you thinking towel boys no I'm thinking no, of the, like no the did pool the pool boy. guy get the the pool guy get the reputation because I'm like be back right. back in the day they would be like <laughs> I think you're right do you think it would be like back in the day spot it would be like at like women were at home and the guy was at work and like the pool guy would come and it was like a good yeah, stereotype. He'd have, his, he'd have the big hose. I don't know why he would always have a hose. Over the hose and, and like a hat and a, and a hat and like then a tank little, top and then the other thing, the skimmer. Um, and he would show up. Well, we hope you enjoyed your Wednesday night. I have a quick story to tell you. And, and to back up what I'm saying, people are hitting us up saying on Sarah's average, cheeks? no, on average, most people don't use most of their home. Like, I mean, I know when we were kids, a lot of that was uh, not living in the living room because if you grew up around a lot of Italian people, the living room was sort of like off limits. That's dumb. But Never that was also that. a time when people had company, right? Yeah. So even more dumb. No, it, it was wild to think like, I, I think of my across the street neighbor first, Paul, who you guys are pals with, who were going to his wedding in the fall. Paul Capelli. Paul, we're seeing Paul in the fall? Paul in the fall for his wedding. So Paul... His mom, their living room was massive. They had like a piano, all this white furniture, everything had plastic on it. When I tell you it was like probably a third of his house, but no one ever stepped a foot in it. Like you would have to go through his little kitchen to the back den to the backyard. It was half the house was a museum. I never got that, but that was such an 80s, 90s thing. Barnando did that. Yeah. Hey, take your shoes off, bro. Don't go in there. Can't go through it. Don't do it. My mom just vacuumed. Like if you had a footprint in the vacuum. Oh, bro, no. Nah. He had to like, he had to put the the carpet back the other way because I had a footprint in it. Oh, bro, mom's gonna kill me now. Let's so anyway, um, yesterday, interesting day. Yesterday was a Wednesday. Just things to think about. You may say I'm overthinking. I'm saying I'm not. Just things to think about. Yesterday, I had to drive Melody to a party. Right, a pool party, just a regular party, not a birthday party. Pool party, kids are interacting again, so it's nice. I'm all for it. Nice. Where are you going? Pool party, cool. Nice. Yeah, I, you, live in, I you live in L.A. I get pool party. You off? Dump you off for how long? Four hours. Good. I get some work done. Wow. Yeah. So she's all excited about it. That's great. So living the dad life, I got to take her. Got to take her to as your dad and my dad would say, out of Mongolia. It's like far. I'm like, this kid's in your school system? Does he live all the way out here? Man, this kid lives in, uh, hey. what was he, like Guam? <laughs> uh, it's too far. Tell Guam, or, uh, Guam or Outer Mongolia were definitely far away places for our parents. <laughs> Where's he in Guam? Tell this kid to stick it in his keys to Easter. But it's a town that I don't even like recognize and I've lived here for a long time. Like you've heard of the towns. I know. Uh, you, you, you live, you live in town. Sherman Oaks. So you're thinking, yeah. I know North Hollywood. I know Studio City. I know the, Encino, Tarzana. Don't even mention it because, uh, you know, I'll tell you as I go. Like, I mean, it, it, how, I don't how, even how, know where that is. Yeah, me either. And I'm like, this kid goes to your school? Where the fuck am I going? Hold on. How do I get there? So anyway, I'm like, all right, yeah, sure. Of course I'll take you, Melody. I'm your dad. Do you not know where that is? I, dude. I've never heard of that in my is. life. I've so, never heard of it. I mean, is it, let me guess. Let me guess. Is it north on the four hundred five? It's north uh, of probably north of Encino, in between the one eighteen and the um, 
and the and well, the I don't know, man. I feel like I it's, know it's towards the one eighteen. It's it's like northern. I feel like, I feel like I know town names around here. Like Kivino said, like yeah, Encino, Tarzana, North bit, Hollywood. Yeah, I get it, but I've never heard of uh, wherever he's. Talking. It's a little bit north of Northridge. Take this chat close, for what it's worth. Okay? Close to Porter. <laughs> it's very close to Porter Ranch. Because here's you've heard I, that right, Granada yeah. Hills. You've heard yeah. of that. Oh, I've yeah. heard of all those. But there. I've heard of all those towns. Anyway, yeah. so I'm like, okay, I'm just telling you the story. Remember our listener Venus? Yes, she used to live in Chatsworth. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Take this chat for what it's worth. What does it matter? It's a yeah. huge time. How do you know? How do you know what I'm about to talk about? Oh, sorry. But I'm saying, you know. Anyway, sorry. I drive her to this town that I've never been to before. Now, keep in mind that leading up to this, this was a, a message from the mom. Hey, it's the mom. And we're having kitties over. Oh. And we're going to have snacks. Make sure you bring your bathing suit. We'd love to have you. Gotcha. From the mom. Right? Cool. And I just got a screenshot of this message and the address i'm like sure i'll take you so i get there i've, I've never been there and, and melody's all amped she's like i heard he's like rich and he has a nice house and then there's a sense of pride that you get about yourself like I fuck, fuck him <laughs> uh, fuck no, this no. kid but yeah you're like yeah well, what well, we don't have a nice uh, house uh, what? Uh, oh i guess we're hell you get out <laughs> you start sounding like your mother i guess we're hell our house isn't good enough right <laughs> you you feel a little competitive do they, do, they a, uh, do they have an opulent chandelier i doubt it no yeah so there's this the, how high there's how high are their ceilings a hint of that now keep in mind again I get there. <laughs> you pull up, and it, honestly, this part of the of LA, you feel like you're in like Joshua Tree State Park or something. It's like you're like in Bedrock. You're like, where's this mountainous fucking town with all these rocks everywhere? I'm like, what is this town? I've never even been in this town. So anyway, I get there. You gotta drive around more, dude. I in that specific area? No, I've never. I've. I don't think I have. There's a nice but anyway, center up there. Where I got my iPhone. Remember, I had to go all the way there. That's how I know how far away it is. Remember, but I couldn't find an iPhone because of the COVID, the shortage. I had to drive to that town to get my iPhone. I, it's far. It's not close. Anyway, continue. It's closer to you. It's not close to me. So, long story short, I get there. Melody's like, "Dad, I really want you to come in." I'm like, "Dad's got it. I'm good at that. Of course. Let's meet the let's meet the parents." Let's start these camaraderies. This is Melody's first year in this new school. We don't know these people. So, Did they have a beautiful yeah. house like the LaRussos and uh, and the Karate Kid? You gonna meet me in Cobra Kai? <laughs> so Sorry. I I pull up. I'm sure sure Melody. Throw my sunglasses. I go to the door and I expect to see. Hi, you must be Melody. Hi, and it's some fucking guy swings the door open. I was like, Ew. honestly, and I say this with all due respect. I'm only saying this to paint the picture. Let's make this clear. So I happen to like the guy now. We've grown to a different place in our relationship. But imagine trying to have camaraderie with a Jason Ellis type. It was, I was going to say it was John Basta. No. Jason Ellis, who's an Australian skateboarder, who just has this fuck you attitude about him. This guy yeah. was also Australian. Had the same exact attitude about him. Hi, mate. Hi. 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 And I came up with the most friendly intentions. You have no idea. I'm there. I'm Melody's dad. Hey, how's it going, Mr. Uh, uh, oh, 
Hey man, hey, thanks so much for having uh, you know kids Melody over go here, kids over. It's just Whoa. so nice to see yeah. him interacting again. You know, getting out there. I hope yeah. he's. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. Great. No. Well, great. He's standing well, in the doorway. Right. Rise applies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, yeah. So now I'm waiting for this guy. Now what's the move? Melody's twelve. Okay. A pool party. Bunch of boys. It's a boys party. Yeah. What's the move? Back in the day when they were little, yeah, you'd walk them in. She's 12. You're going to let me in and like. I don't, think there's, I don't think there's an entry needed. Okay. So. It would be nice if he was like, think. hey, you want to come in? Okay. If, if, I would have, okay. like I said, I'm giving you something to think about, okay. right? Okay. I, I, I'm just saying. Okay. So <laughs> Melody steps in while we're having our adult banter. He's like, oh, yeah, all right, mate. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, mate. I took, oh, by the way, I took my sunglasses off. Hey, yeah. Oh, nice to meet you. Rise of Blinds. Rise of Blinds. And she, Melody's sort of looking at me. I'm like, go ahead, Mel. Go have fun. Rise of Blinds. But Rise then it dawns on me. That instinct kicks in. Rise of Blinds. I said, wait a second. I just sent my daughter into a home that I don't know. Rise of Blinds. With a guy who seems to be like trying to like. Tough guy me a little bit. I was like a little rude. Yeah, he's not being welcoming <laughs> at all. He's he's very standoffish and like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm just here. Rise of plights. Rise of plights. And Melody's okay. So Melody like goes skipping off into the distance. I'm like, wait a second. Where's the mom? Where's mom and her snacks? You know the email I got <laughs> from my mother? I'm looking around. I'm sort of casing the joint and like, I don't see any kids. I don't see any kids. And I'm like, this dude's not going to like do everything in his fatherly power to be like, come on in. Like, that's the pool. They're having fun. Uh, you know? So I was like, still, I'm like, I'm going to give this guy some small talk to see if he's going to fucking say, Hey, they're over there. They're going to have fun. I'm like, Hey, so, uh, you know, I appreciate it. What time, what time you think I should come back? You know, he's like, well, you know, he has uh parkour lessons at like four. So maybe. Oh, parkour so lessons? I'm still trying to keep thinking. I'm like, oh, wow. Parkour, <laughs> huh? Are you, are you serious? I said, that's hardcore. I said, hardcore, he's like parkour. He's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Race of blades. Yeah, yeah. This Ryan. guy's not cracking a smile. Ryan's he's not blades. giving me bro hugs. He's not being like, oh, yeah, beautiful day, ain't it, mate? Did you mention no. Jason Ellis? No. Just because they're Australian, they know each other? Yeah. No. Very small It's island. like you thinking I know every Mexican. And vice versa. You don't? No. So. Uh, hardcore. This, hey, he's cooler than me, man. I, something, I always wanted to do stuff like that. I just never, you know. Yeah, that's great, that's great uh, mate. Yeah, right, right. Have a good one now. That's a, that's a young man's game, mate. Yeah. 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 Right? Like, trying to fucking alpha dog me, dude. I'm here in dad mode. Did I'm he not here trying to th take my... I'm not trying to have a cock contest with this guy. Did he have uh, head tattoos like Jason Ellis? When is the cock contest, by the way? <laughs> Dude, ready? I'm in dad mode. I'm trying I to be polite. It. I'm trying to be it. nice. This guy's being like, oh, yeah. Hey, all right, man. Hey, yeah. Were you wearing this shirt? Oh, yeah, wait, I was in the middle of my day. Yeah, can I shut the door now? That's the vibe he's giving me. Were you wearing yeah. this shirt? I should, I should. No, I was in, dude, I was in total, uh, like, you're, uh, trying to represent Melody. This would have put him in his place. I was trying to represent Melody the way she should be represented. I'm her dad, and this is what's up. Thank you, right? And I'm trying to now have small talk about when should I come to pick this kid up? Oh, cool. And then he was being such a like dick about me even bringing up the parkour. I'm like, oh, wait. I was like, am I, am I, I must be talking to some, the professional or something. Is that what you do, man? 
He's like, oh, uh, I do, uh, yeah, it's a young man's game. Uh, stop, man. Oh, stunt man. Yeah. And then I'm looking around and put it this way. Uh, as I was kid, cause I'm like, where are the kids? I don't see any kids. I just saw my kid run a, off into the question. house. Was he dressed like to go in the pool? Could have been. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's just like, he's fucking chilling out at his home. Right. So I feel like that would have been a red flag for me. If I didn't see kids, uh, yeah, your, I, your daughter's going in for a pool party yeah. and he's dressed to go in the pool. So, that would be weird so to me. long story short, guys too late. I know. I didn't say anything. I'm casing the joint because I'm, I'm looking for kids and I see, you know, movie memorabilia, Rich. Like, this dude didn't just do stunt work for crappy movies on USA. I Up was in Waterworld. Yeah, he was. No, <laughs> you could tell that he was like in, I'll give you like movies like like Deadpool level. <gasps> like like Spider-Man level. Oh, so he's, he's like a stunt he's guy. He's a superhero guy, huh? But he was being a dick. He was dickhead dad who had no time or patience or care that i was coming in as mr friendly guy you know i know you could look at me and think oh i'm you know we had a uh two dicks encountered each other <laughs> helmet to helmet no i came in super friendly but now i'm picking up on this guy's vibe of like he's not even like giving me like dad signals of like she i'm happy to have her yeah cool yeah yeah yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. kids are gonna be fine yeah 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 i got snacks he wasn't doing like, that he didn't do he was the, just like yeah what you want kind I, of vibe. I picture like, i'm not here to yeah, sell I, you I'm, cut cone knives torn. dude i'm torn so, i'll tell you why so so, so then i do to have a vato standoff with the guy so i'm like all right you're gonna be a dick i'm like i'm like well, i'm kind of like just looking at him like what gives with you so now i'm having an awkward vato standoff moment like Where's the pool? Where's the kids? Where's the wife? Because you're a dick. And I'm just staring at him like, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, where are the kids? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, where's don't be a dick. I'm Melody's dad. Well, the pool's probably out back. <laughs> Where are the kids? Where's the mom? I just sent my, my daughter into a stranger's house. I don't know this guy. Bato oh. standoff happens where he's like, yeah, you know, it's, what do you want? Is basically what he was saying to me. And I'm saying, I want you to tell oh. me that my kid is in the backyard with your kids and they're going to have a great time. See you later. Do, do you want, or uh, show me the pool or something. Do you want me to, for the fun of it, give you the flip? Or do you want me to just be like, yo, bro, you're right. Because I can, me, I can give wrap, you both. I can give you story. both if you want. I'll, I'll you tell me. Story. What do you want? So I got in my car. I'm like, all right, cool, man. All right. Shuts the door. Like, like dick. Total dick. Right? Where I know if someone came to my house, like, hey, welcome, you know, cool. And I especially, again, I'm the father of a girl. So maybe he's the father of a boy, so he doesn't even have those instincts of, but if you're dropping your daughter off at a guy's house that you don't even know, I'm going to make you feel ultra comfortable that, hey, my girlfriend's here, or, you know, there's another woman in here, or, yeah, they're going to be there, and everything's cool, and if you have any problems, give me a call. They're still kids. So maybe he has a different way about him because he's because he's fucking Alice, mate, <laughs> or because he's the father of a son. I don't know. But long I mean, story short, I got in my car. This kid do, does do hit up horse. Melody immediately. Melody, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. But I drove away with a very uneasy feeling and I was uneasy the whole time. Here's why. What I just did was drop my daughter off and I put her in the hands of a stranger in the care of a stranger, for all I knew, 
Nobody was there. I left out one important part. Uh, is it true, though? Most Australians, you have to prove to them to get respect, like uh, hit a kangaroo or yeah, you have to punch or, a kangaroo or, in the face? Or, yeah. do, or do I eat some type of, uh, what, what do they eat there? What's that weird thing they eat? Vegemite. Vegemite. Yes. Oh, veg you should be like, so uh, Vegemite, pretty no, good, have, I hear. You crush a, a Foster's can on your head. Let's go, mate. Right? I didn't leave until this. I, I heard kids like laughter in the backyard. Okay. Not in the house. I heard kids. I'm like, all right. Okay. Got in my car and I hit up Melody immediately. I'm Melody. Are you good? Like, yeah, I'm good, dad. Okay, cool. Call me if there's any problem. He's a, he's a stunt man. Maybe he had access to like a uh, looped audio. But let me give you the dad reminder here. You don't know these people. Yeah. Should you always expect and assume the worst? No. Right. But what I essentially did was I put my daughter, I gave her to a house and a man. And for all I knew, no one else was there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel right about that. That's how shit happens, dude. It's valid. Yeah. Like, that's terrible parenting. If I didn't hear those kids, I didn't see them. But if I didn't hear those kids, what was I doing? I just dropped my little daughter off who's growing up. Who other dads are going to be seeing in, in, in bathing suits and things like that. And I left her there. And I'm like, man, that could be a really dangerous scenario moving forward. I know that sounds creepy. But I'm telling you, oh. like, he didn't do anything. Not one thing. To make me feel as a parent. She's good, man. Thanks for bringing her. All right. See you later, mate. Nothing. And I'm like, what a jerk off, dude. So I drove home. Dickhead dad encounter. Had the Vato standoff. It was very awkward. Now, fast forward. Mom hit me up. She wasn't there, which I also think was a little careless. It was like misleading, false advertising. I felt like I was led to believe that, oh, mom would be there. She wasn't there. She hit me up. She's like, oh, sorry. You know, um, you know, I had to go back to work, but Melody was great. We had a great time. And then I had a really nice conversation with the mom via text. Like, ah, oh, it's really nice that the kids are playing. Let's do this again sometime. Yeah. Melody had a blast. The kid is super rich, apparently, which, again, hit my ego a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, so they had, like, a slide and everything? Like, the pin to the pool? <laughs> they got the Daniel LaRusso house. You yeah. got the Johnny Lawrence yeah. apartment. Dad, you don't even understand. I'm like, tell, tell you me got Coors, You got Coors cans like John, like Daniel, like uh, Johnny. You don't understand how rich they are, Dad. Like, yeah, why, don't you, why don't you rub it in, Melody? But nothing happened. The family was great. So let me also make that very clear. They were great. When the mom got back from wherever she was, she hit me up mm -hmm. and made me feel great about the whole experience. When I picked up Melody and I saw the smile on her face and these kids running around and having fun with Melody and her being a kid and her showing me the videos, look at the built-in underground trampoline that they had, Dad. And, they're, and they're, look at the grotto they're diving off of. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Dad, you don't even get it. You didn't even get to see it. I didn't even get to see shit, right? I have two thoughts. It was all worth it, but I can't tell you how uneasy I felt leading up to that. And I just wanted to throw that reminder out there to you. Sometimes you're like, there, yeah, just go, go ahead, go ahead. How do you know who's inside? That's, that's what I'm saying to you. Because from my visual, it was just a dude. Just a dude. And here's my little kid. Getting ready to take her clothes off to go swimming with who? Where are the kids? I couldn't help but think of all these things. I know you might think I'm crazy, but our job as a parent is to protect your kid. That's my story. It ended out 
ended up having a, a very happy ending. I hope to send her there again. It's going to be awkward with this guy. Oh, when I picked her up, he I saw him. I was, hey, man, thanks a lot. He gave me one of those. That was it. But I got to tell you, it was awkward. Maybe he was, like, taken by me. Oh, young guy. I expected an old fuck. I don't know. I but I'm telling of, you what happened. Uh, I wonder what kind of stuntman shit he has in his bedroom. Um, I understand where you're coming from. And you were just completely 100% justified. But it is slightly unfair to, you know, you're in a single father scenario. It's in certain He's not situations. He's a single father. No, but you know it, what was, I mean. it was advertised you know as, I mean. hey, but you know what I mean? Snacks and sandwiches. So dad can't make snacks and sandwiches? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like I you're, am you're, the father it's very of un- a daughter. You're going to leave your daughter with a guy you never met in your life? It's slightly unfair. <laughs> what is that? It's slightly unfair to throw a stigma on a father yeah, who is just trying, is. To, tr- trying to oversee a party. But he should also know, as but, a father, but, I'm going to make you feel comfortable. Right. That's, that's where I completely 100% wholeheartedly agree with you. But it is slightly unfair to immediately, unfair, be, to immediately be like, who's oh, the, the mom's, league leader the of going to be uh, of like oh, automatically he's going to touch kids being creepy around a girl. I'm just saying it's a, it's a natural thought when you're like leaving rich. your kid in a stranger's home and you don't see anybody, but a guy rich, you, you know, see a man. That's it. You know, there's going to come a time where Emmy's going to have her friends over. Sarah's going to be busy and you're going to be in the house um, with beef ball and you're going to be yes. overseeing a party. I would never want that stigma but, on me spot. That's why I would eliminate it immediately. Right. You see the difference I though? Completely hey, see oh, dad's point. dropping his daughter off with me. Let me. Yes. Let, I completely agree. I'm going to let you know that you're in good hands. He's like, all right, anything, what do you, you want from me, mate? <laughs> like, I just want to know that my daughter's all right. And it was awkward as hell. That's bro. why I completely agree with you. Uh, and I agree with your sentiment. I was just yeah. saying, like, it is it is slightly unfair to stigmatize a father. So she had a good time? She had a great time. Awesome, man. Yeah, so it has a very... That's why I'm, you know, I feel comfortable sharing the story with you. Was I wrong? No, I don't think I was wrong. Uh, but did everything turn out okay? Yeah. I mean, and I, you know, my instincts Rich. were telling me that. Yeah, so everything's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. Cool, Rich, you said you had the flip side of this. I mean, it's, honestly, I don't even want to talk about it, to be honest, because it just... I'm going to be given a flip side and then what will happen is um, well, everybody disagrees with me already. So no, no, but what it. I'm saying is I'll give the flip side and everyone will go into attack mode as if that's my opinion, but I'm just giving the flip side. So I'll well, just what say is the flip side. The flip side is your daughter's 12. When you were 12, you, your parents had no clue where you were. Not that that was right, but my parent when I was 12, you think my parents investigated where I was going and what parties? I know I'm not a girl, so I know every answer you're going to no, tell no, me. No, the one but, difference is. Yes, that's a, it's a different time yeah. in a different place. Different time in different weird, place. Right? I'm just saying, but well, I was putting her. I was delivering her. I, you know, it's one thing to not know where your kids are. I went. I went she's to at the mall. I, I, I went, hope she's all right. I, I went to pool parties and things when I was twelve. Roller skating rinks, parties, kids parties, pool parties, different things when I was in sixth, seventh grade around Melody's age. And I don't remember ever like a parent being like, "Let me investigate the scene." Different time, different place. I'm a boy. I get it. I'm just saying. But I, you would, you would be like ten, and you'd be like, "Mom, I'll be back for dinner," and you'd ride your bike around town. No one knew where the fuck you were for a day. Totally, but but like different I said, time. You don't see the I get it. No, if you, I felt like, am I the fucking worst parent ever? No, I'm the, like, no, the, no, 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 I, no. I heard kids. I heard kids. The, I definitely heard kids. The only were they rub, birds? No, they were kids. I, I heard kids in the back. I think I'm good. I think the only thing where this story has some legs is the fact that this guy had options on how to play this. And by being standoffish and not super endearing, that is where this is even a story. Because if he was like, hey, what's up? 
Steve, nice to meet you. My name's Al. Oh, the kids are getting a great time. In fact, didn't, my, even, sh didn't even shake my hand. My wife, right, let's it. play it out this way. Let's play it out this way. Tell me how you would have felt. Did yeah. he give you an you, oi? That's, that's, let's, uh, let's roll. He gave me like a, like leaning on the door. Like, let's role play. What do you want? Let's role play. All right, go get a, <laughs> go get my real touch. No, uh, let's role play. Knock on the door. I'll be the guy with a different approach and tell me how you feel. Go ahead. Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, hey, how, oh, hey. Oh, my name's Al. Melody's what, dad. What's oh, up? great. Hey. Yo, Melody, I'm so glad you could get the kids I'm already the feeling. I'm already feeling better than I did in this Listen, experience. Listen, man, we are going to have a great time. I got some uh, food for the kids, some snacks. Okay, uh, so I had reason to judge, right? I mean, And uh, just making sure Melody can swim good, right? Oh, great. Safety's important. Uh, so we got snacks, this and everything. In go, fact, go uh, what is it, 2 o'clock? I'd say like five or six o'clock. If you want to come back, then That's we'll be wrapping things up. Maybe you want a piece of cake. I drive away. Like what? Like, I drive away feeling yo, totally fine. And that stigma that Spot said was unfair is kind of eliminated at that point. That guy. Tell him he needs what, to what that guy did was he put he put like not doubt, but again, if I'm having a party here for Emmy or Ben when they're a little older. If a parent drops off their kid, I'm giving them handshakes, hugs, like, hey, we got snacks. The kids are good. Hey, listen, you, uh, we have a pool. Your kids, how, how's your kid as a swimmer? Everything good? Um, is your kid allergic to anything? We're good. All right. Hey, listen, if uh, if you want to come back early, grab a piece of cake yourself. You're more than welcome. Blah, blah, blah. You're there. You're, the fact that he was like, yeah, yeah boy. Maybe it's an Australian culture. Thing, not I don't judge. know. All I'm saying is that when right. we were kids, different time, different place, but... I could promise you, never one time did my parents, after maybe the age of 10, did they... I, I, you'd go places, you and Barry. Remember I, lost two, remember, I lost two years, right? But when we were kids... Because of the pandemic. Yeah. So, Spot, the last time I was dropping Melody off at someone's house, they'd welcome me in for a second, right? Or you could even stay, maybe. And I wasn't planning on doing any of that. Maybe, so, oh, maybe, maybe. Now she's 12. I'm like, well, what, what's the protocol here? I don't know. She's, she, you know, we fast forwarded only, a few years. Only excuse that I could give this guy because it seems like he was just standoffish. And, yeah, no, it turns no. out everything was great. No, no, no. Guys. But, but the only excuse I could give this guy is that he's like, oh, if I'm a little too friendly to people, they may want to stay. Right. He might, he might have been like, he's like, oh. he might be like, yo, listen, the kids are 12, they're playing. I don't need parents lingering. So he's like, I don't want to even give. That vibe of like, stay if you want. Like two girls there, like uh, make the you know dads feel okay about. That. You know what else was different when we were kids? Mom was always home. Not not to That's, be sexist or anything. No offense, your mom is. But mom your, was always overseeing parties, no matter what the situation was. Your mom might have a selective. Dads were always off doing something else. Your mom might have a selective memory here, Cove. With all due respect, she said she knew where you were at all times when you were twelve. You were you'd 12? go. At 10 yeah, a.m., you probably ride my bike. Yeah, but yeah, I was the that, king of my street, so I wasn't too far. Your mom, to tell your you mom that. didn't know about the women you used to sneak into the basement. I'm just That's saying, like five years later. Yeah, uh, but I'm just saying, like when you were 12, you and Barry, exactly, you and Barry, yeah, probably left at 10 a.m. on your bikes. Remember that feeling when you went a little too far in the outskirts of town on your bike, and you're like, "We're going a little it's far." A little different for me because my parents made it very easy. For my house to be the place where everybody was 90% right, well, of the time. So I know where she's coming from with that. But yeah, it was impossible. I mean, yeah. we rode our bikes off the street. There's no way she knew where I was. Yeah, if you went to go do but a whole... 90% you, of the you time went I to was go, in the area. If you spent a Saturday afternoon in the early 90s when you were preteen, going to the park to play home run derby... Then you're like, hey, we'll go to John's to play Nintendo. And then, hey, you guys want to ride your bikes to get a Frosty or Wendy's? Like, whatever your little day, your parents had no clue because it was like, be home for dinner. 
Maybe you got to your friend's house and called your mom like, hey, mom, just so you know, I'm at Barry's. I'm not saying that made them irresponsible parents because no parent back then knew where their kids were. I think that it's different now in 2022. All this guy needed to do was say, yo, Steve, great to meet you, man. All oh, the kids are in good hands. We got snacks and food and everything will be good and safe. And if he could even have said, if you want to come back a little early and grab a piece of cake or coffee, come back. Like what? that's when None people, that, bro. that's why so people, my instincts were this guy's a dick. Trust my instincts. No, it's not your, it's not your, Where were the kids? Yes. And then I got to tell you, every time I hit up Melody and she wasn't answering, I'm like, what is Dude, going on? I'm pool. like, oh, she's in the pool. Okay. Yeah, but okay. you know what? Your but instincts, still. your instincts are right because you're a, a a protective father, which you should be. But my point is, this guy. By the way, I didn't let Melody in on the, any of this. Yeah, do you this, want me to have, this guy's the call, problem. Spot. Do you want me to call my buddy Jason no, and have him uh, activate the Australian contingency to take this guy? There out? is no. There is no it reason. Exists. There's no reason whatsoever. The Australian contingency Look for this up. to even have been a conversation because this guy should have simply it. What he did was put doubt in a scenario that should have just been yeah a normal like yeah, yeah drop melody off at a party or like yeah the kids are right there it's come see the pool I, I, she could swim like you said and they're like all right cool later but anyway here here's the other funny part of the story and like I said by the way it ended up being great so I'm just telling you where my mind went and what was happening and so and and to rethink those things man you never want to put you never want to be the one to put your child in a Bad scenario. Yeah. I, right? If so he's, if he's a it's just a reminder. Guy. Consider this a PSA from a dude whose mind went a million different directions. Because, again, I went from, like, nine years old where I was bringing Melody into someone's yeah. house and I knew the parents. I have a new take. To 12 years old. Like, I don't know this guy from anybody. He could be a fucking criminal for new all take. This guy, I'm sure he made up for it at the end because his wife's sweet. But, yeah. She did. She made it. This guy right. fucking failed. I'll tell you why. Because I think about it. yesterday. I went to Emmy school, mm-hmm. and there's a little cute boy, Daniel, that she always talks about. Daniel, cute little, cute little boy. Daniel, Daniel Tiger. Daniel Tiger. And I saw her riding little scooters with Daniel at the school during playtime when I went to go pick her up. Well, hey, buddy. I saw, da- uh, and I was like, Hey, you're Daniel, right? Give me a fist pump, buddy. Oh, yo, I love your shirt. You got Spider Man on your shirt. I love Spider Man. Sounds then, very dad like. Then Daniel's to me. dad comes down. I'm like. Yo, what's up, man? What's your name? Oh, I'm, I'm Ted. Oh, Ted, I'm Emmy's dad. Good to meet you, brother. Normal interactions. This guy, he just didn't know how to... Yeah, yeah. Even he was like, oh, so yo, Melody. A preteen pool like, party. Yeah. A preteen pool party. Looking at me. I'm like, yeah, Melody, go in. You know, once I heard the kids, or I thought I heard kids. So anyway, that's the story. Here's the funny part about it. But again, but I don't want to make it creepy. I'm just the, telling you where my mind Before was. you get to the funny part about it. Yeah. Just reiterate, let me just, for five seconds, reiterate what I said. You're right, but only because this guy's instincts are so off. Everyone listening to us that's a parent. (laughs) No, everyone listening to us that's a parent knows when you get into that dad mode, you meet one of your friends, your your kid's friends. Oh, what's your name? Bella. Bella, do you like unicorns like Emmy does? Oh, I love unicorns. Oh, I love your, I love your headband. That's so cute. When did, he's also a boy dad. He's a little. He has a little rambunctious Australian kid, right? Yeah, but so there's a part of yeah, I know. Wes Wes has a funny thought. You know, just how I expected to see the mom. Hi, I got sandwiches. Yeah, he was expecting to see Layla. So he's like, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> oh, that's possible. true. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, who's possible. this guy? I expected the uh, right. Yeah. So anyway, the British girl. <laughs> you know, I know. I've never met these people, but anyway. The funny part of the story is. Oh yeah, how do you know? Rich how do you know? Uh, Layla and her dude aren't like friends with them. I, oh, I they're not. Put, put it this way. I just kind of got a hunch. So anyway, um, maybe he thought you were the Manny. 
Oh, Melody's dad. Steve, nice to meet you. Oh. All right. Hey. hey. Oh, yeah. What'd you say? What Manny? you want? Manny? Your name's Manny? Manny? All right. Hey. Fucking jerk off. Anyway. It's not Jim Jeffries. <laughs> yeah, so, get the fuck out of here. Cunt. So Rich and I <laughs> and Spot, we're always brainstorming things to talk about, yeah. right? So I just had this this encounter. Yeah. And I get to my text message, and we have a group chat on, on our phone. And oh, let me let me read it. This is great. Let me read it though. Exactly. Uh, Spots doesn't even know this. Uh, here's the funny part of the story. Again, I bring up a, a cr- potential creepy scenario just as a reminder to everybody. You know, that's how terrible things happen. Did it? No. Was she in in a safe space? Absolutely. Am I grateful? Yes. She had a blast. But, I'm so happy. But the only complaint you could give, which is fair, which is when you have kids over your house and you're living the mom or dad life and you're the one throwing the pool party, the get together, giving the other parents peace of mind is part of that. And this guy just didn't really give much peace of mind. You're going to have to read our group messages because I deleted it, I think, for obvious reasons. Like, I don't want to make that mistake again. So instead of texting Rich and Spot about what just had happened so we could discuss it tomorrow... I texted Rich and Scott and Scott, who's our boss at did Fox Sports. I yeah. did it again. He did it again. He texted. It he texted again. me and the boss from of, Fox of Fox Sports. And it, here's what I say: Tell, him. can I read it? Yeah. Okay. Drop Melody off at some kid's house in Chatsworth, middle of nowhere, and the dad seemed like kind of a dick, to be honest. Something to talk about tomorrow. And I'm like, I text. I like as I'm thinking, like Kavino. Maybe you need to change my name. Or Scott's name. I, I was thinking about Camino that. Wrote, Sorry, Scott, once again, but I'm sure you can relate. Change, <laughs> well, Scott's a dad, like, right? So Scott's a dad. So I'm like, sure you can relate. So, like, and Camino, then you know what he says? He, no, goes, he, he goes, definitely can relate to that one. And Camino goes, yes, Scott, turns out he's uh, some stunt guy, blah, 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 an Australian guy. When I was trying to be the friendly guy, then I got the Vato standoff. Oh, it was awkward. And then our boss goes, yeah, what a dick. <laughs> so our boss I hit, mean, hit us with, man, what a dick. I mean, you're bonding with our boss, but again, you should, it was a good laugh, you, but I, I can't make that mistake again. Yeah. Like, lucky I, you're, I said something you're relatable. Two, your two mess ups texting the boss yeah. have been funny. I, you just got to, you, you lucked out. Maybe it's a nice way. Maybe it's a sneaky way to bond with. Oh, it's like the yeah. Larry David accidental text. Yeah, because it worked twice. Do you remember I, the Larry I, David Kirby enthusiasm? Like, yeah, man, what a dick that guy sounds like. The accidental text is a thing. Just to create fake conversations. You remember that episode of Kirby? No, I don't well, think so. It would be like me texting you mm-hmm. like, man, Kavino's really fucking talented. And I sent it to you and be like, oh, no, oh, didn't mean to send that to you. But like now you're like, oh, oh yeah, wow, yeah, man, thanks. Yeah. Oh, I meant to send it to Spot. Like, oh. But anyway, yeah, I was embarrassed slightly, but our boss is a cool younger dude with kids. So he's like, yeah, I can relate. And yeah, man, I can, wow. He goes, what a dick that guy sounds like. <laughs> so this shit was funny. It's a weird story that had a very happy ending and just serves as a reminder to all the parents out there. The motherfucking end. I have other things to discuss, but I don't want to hog, you know, hog, hog off the show. I want to hog off the show. Hog off the show. Well, well, hear another dilemma. It's a fun dilemma. I do want to hear a dilemma. And by the way, the reason we started do you want 50, to discuss uh, the ultimatum. The minute, excuse me, the minute we started, uh, like 15 minutes early today at 11 a.m. this morning, I got a jet because at the school there's a big 
Easter egg hunt and the Easter bunny's coming. So I figure I'm not going to want to miss that. So time you get a bounce like five to 11. This school's down the block. So like five, 10 to like 10 to 11. All right. So let's, let's keep going. Let's keep it going. Now spot. I just sent you a picture. All right. Um, you want to get into your dilemma? It's not a dilemma. You said uh, you had a, a dilemma. It's well, it's, it's more of a, you're going to make the lemonade. <laughs> It's more of a, do I choose A or B? That's all. So first off, let me give a shout out. Shout out to the wonderful family that welcomed my daughter yesterday. Yeah. There you okay. go. Seriously, I, I was honest to God, grateful. And shout out to Michael Graham, who celebrates a birthday today. Right, Spot? What's up, Michael Graham? Michael Graham, happy birthday. And Trevor. Shout out to themodbarn.com. Who's themodbarn.com? Themodbarn.com is the company that did our studio. They customized it. Looks great. All of it. The, the shelves behind us, the desk, everything the walls, you see. everything you see. The wood. It's, 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 how do you describe this wood spot? It's reclaimed wood. By the way, here's the photo you sent. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, this is Emmy on her way to the Easter party. So that's where I'm going to jet a little earlier today. Look at those bunny ears. You're going to leave that little sweet thing. How could you? In the presence of a dude who's treating you like a jerk off. Ah, she's fine. Later. <laughs> yeah. What? No. <laughs> and all you see is the guy? Yeah, you're gonna feel weird about that. Trust me, especially yeah. when they, she gets older. And what about the other photo? Did you leave? Well, the mod barn. Our buddy Ryan Justin, great dude, handsome guy, talented. He did all this work here. Show Everything the one that shot you see the wood over the side there. Wood. That's uh, horse, that's uh, horse fencing from Montana. Right. So Ryan also did my patio doors, right? And it came out great. We talked about that. And while he was there, I was like, Ryan, I think I got an idea. Oh. Spot, I, I just sent you a picture of the sauna with the cover on it. The the green one where it's all green. The all green photo of the sauna. I said, My sauna's broken, my sauna of rage. The sauna is in a space. Green. I said, I got an idea. I could Sell the sauna for parts or get rid of it or throw it away. Can you turn that little space where the sauna sits into maybe a voice tracking studio? Oh, like little, that would little, be sweet. Little studio. That's actually a pretty. That's a fantastic idea. Fantastic idea because it's, it's right, you got to have great acoustics in that tiny your, little. Uh, here's the work you did on your doors. Yeah, the doors came out great. Uh, now on the flip side of those doors uh, opposite is another little work space with those doors and then yeah. a space where a sauna resides. And I said, you know what? Can you do this? And Can he you? said, you know what? Let me get back to you. Now, here's the question. Question of the day. What seems better? I got to give you the numbers too. Okay. All right. Oh. oh, so this is a what to do? Oh, there's numbers. I love it. Okay, no, let's no, go. No. And this is quick, too, because I think you're going to find this interesting when you see it. But I do want to provide a visual for people on Tier 2, and shout out to Tier 2 Plus. Everyone watching what we do, Dude. I appreciate we've seen, it. We've seen the inside of the sauna. Throwback Thursday. Yeah. Courtesy of the sauna of rage. This is where I rage behind the velvet rope on Patreon. Uh, I sit there. Here's the outside. And now it's a non-functioning sauna of rage. So see? it has the cover. Yeah. So it, see how it sits in that space? Yeah. It just sits in that space. I, what I was thinking is... So it's I, not built in. No. It's just in there. It's just in there. So yeah. I could, you know, take it out of that space, 
And if I remove the sauna, now I just have an empty space. It's like an empty little insert. Right. He said, listen, man, I got a better idea. Keep what? He goes, keep it, save the money, convert this into a little booth, voice tracking booth. Yeah. He said, I you feel like it's big enough? I assume that's what you were going to do. <laughs> so now, hold on. The, the difference is uh-huh. a matter of four inches. Like it only goes like four inches is that, deeper. Is that a lot? I mean, for, well, it's, you know what? It's a joke. I, I get the joke. <laughs> but the difference between the space and the actual sauna is four inches. Uh, so I'm only going to gain four more inches of space. I'm offended and that gets a ding. Long story short, guys, Ooh. the question is, Write that down. Do I fix the sauna? <laughs> do I fix the sauna for health benefits? Or do I convert that area, whether I, I use the whole space or the sauna, into a studio space. Now, where am I doing this work now? In my 12-year-old's bedroom, right? In a spring yeah. break, she's there all the time. Every time I'm there, I'm either, you know, annoying her and she's annoying me and it's getting hot in her room and I'm I'm in a little girl's bedroom. Like there's nothing cool about that vibe I for always, me. You I know just, what I mean? I yeah, get, no, I hear I you. get confused. The sauna, yeah. your sauna fridge is a dry heat, correct? Yeah. So, why not just sit outside in the summer? <laughs> Because then I'll, I'm, I'm announcing to like the neighbors. I'm on a patio. I don't want them no, hearing no, no. about No, no, no. I'm saying if, instead of like sitting inside you're a saying, little tiny You're room, saying a dry heat sauna in Southern California is... It seems it's a little not like it, It's not like where you would want something like that in Minnesota. Yeah, it seems a little redundant. All right, so I think, I think I've seen the Son of Rage, not just on uh, Behind the Velvet Rope. I've seen it at his home. I've been there. I think you really could based on what you're going to show us. I think the best usage of this, because a lot of times you're like, yeah, but you know what? I got a sauna. If you're not a sauna guy, then what what would you use it more for? You know what my guess is? Probably recording multiple shows every day for Sirius XM. I'm sorry. uh, Jordan says it was her idea to turn that area into a studio. I believe not Ryan's because Jordan doesn't get enough shout outs on the show. She should. It's, she's, Sorry. Retraction. Now, now she's old and wise. We're having so you this conversation. So anyway, spot. Is that a woman thing, by the way? She's what? old and wise. When you're in the middle. Yeah, of, and, you're, I got, you're roll- and I got an eye roll. No, but uh, I'm saying, is that a woman thing? Not Jordan. I'm saying, yeah. is it a woman thing when you're rolling with a story? And if you don't give them the exact credit, they like <laughs> put, they, they, they <laughs> put a story. I'm like, hey, no, if that's how are, it played yes. out, I'm trying to just, you know, make the story no, understandable. You love stealing credit. Dude, love it. Is it relevant? I'm giving the guy um, props and I'm telling a story. All right, give me photo direction. Do you want to okay. see you sitting inside the uh, doing your voice tracking? Yeah. I, now, here's what it looks. So here's what I did. So it's spring break. I'm like, well, let me see if this is even comfortable for me. I brought my little desk set up and I put it and it fits right there in, in the sauna. Right. So here it is in the sauna. Here's what it looks like. Wow. So. You're, so now I got a view of the patio. So you got your microphone, your SiriusXM setup, and you could just and be sitting there. What did you bring in there? I'm sorry. What is it leading on? On a little, little pl- on a little desk. Yeah, on a little desk. So it's on like a little desk, and I'm looking out into the California sun. I got view of the palm trees to the left and center, and I'm just doing my radio stuff, right? Enjoying the day. Now I'm outside. I'm I'm chilling. I'm doing my voice tracking. I do a lot of that. I just. There's one thing that has popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. Thinking ahead, now you know how it I said it's hot. It gets gets hot. Um, also, weather so hot. elements, but you you it's covered. <laughs> no, no, no. Thing. I'm not worried about. Uh, you shouldn't worry about moisture, any of that. But you're trapped in a little wooden box. Yeah. But in the summer with no ventilation. Yeah. With no, no ventilation. ventilation. But right. 
And you're uh, he is uh, bringing the Latino heat. I'm always bringing yeah. Latino so, heat. I mean, if you really want him to bring the Latino heat, what if it's a hundred degree sweating Cavino? Whoa. In fact, multitasking, he could he could record turbo while sweating. Here's where it gets interesting, though, and I could wrap it up with this, and I'll leave it up to you guys. Spot, show them the breakdown of Ryan's masterful work. The, uh, he gave me two options, and I just bring this up for the, the visual, for the fun. Or the I sent you two, two pictures. Yeah, the, the diagram. Like with the pointing and every, all that, right? Yeah, I sent you two of them, though, because they're two different quotes. So, again, I have two options. I could either... This? All right, now this is option one, which is remove... The sauna and turn that entire space into an enclosed studio space with air ventilation, yes. a window, yes. a desk, yes. and turn it actually into, you know how they have those little privacy booths where you have a phone conversation? Yes. It's yeah. a soundproof area. Yes. Very, very much like the little booths at Sirius XM. But in, you know, for me personally, it would be a little voice tracking studio slash privacy area is with air. And ventilation, no question. Okay, well, little voice, a little voiceover booth well, in your on your property. In your, yeah, okay, right, how well. much do you think something like that costs? That yeah. not cheap. Based on uh, my right. based on watching uh, Flipper Flop and you're gonna, you're uh, Property soundproof- Brothers, you're gonna use soundproofing material. Okay, I'm gonna say like ten grand. No, oh, uh, wow. I'm gonna say that what that will cost you. Hold on, because I just did all the whole freaking house here. Mm. So no, no way, ten grand spot. Um, four to five grand. On the fucking head. Oh. On the head. Do it. I was going to say, because this, yeah. this. Really? This, All right. That's this, look, look at rendering number two. Cheap. Hey, you're, you're real easy to spend my money. Rendering number two is turning and converting the sauna. Yeah. Because the he's, existing yeah, sauna. You, you create a window, window into soundproofing and ventil- ventilation. Yeah. It's yeah, not, honestly, probably here. like a four, four grand, four to five grand, probably. Yeah. Here's rendering number two. That's what the sauna looks like on I'm the a, inside. I'm a property brother. What can I say? I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the missing property brother. Of course I got it right. He said, look, I could easily just put a, a collapsible desk right there. You sit on where you would sit in a sauna yeah. and it folds down as such. And yeah. I'll do some soundproofing yeah. tweaks for you. And that'll cost you about six hundred bucks. Yeah, do it. Do full. Go full. Go on. Go go the full full thing. I know you think I'm spending other people's money. Yeah, but spot five. Like, if I sell the house, you think there's any value in that to someone else? Maybe. No, but but I think. Well, I mean, it could be that you live in Southern California because voice voiceover booth, recording booth. There's also no value to a broken sauna. Um, Fair. Yeah, but I could. But it could always be fixed. You got to keep in mind. This is like shinfo, but not really. If I decide to really do anything to that sauna. I'm eliminating that sauna, which is like six, seven thousand. This could easily be fixed. Turn, you can also turn that. That could be fixed though. Into an it could also be an office space for someone. And as you learned from your taxes this year, that's also a uh, work write off. This this goes back to to something that I constantly say to the two of you, and you ignore me because you think it's spending money. Reinvest in yourself and your product. Your product is radio. Your product is is voice tracking. Your product is hosting. This is your product and spending the right money to get it right is so important. Like Rich, I know you think I love spending your money too. It baffles me. And I even think it baffles Steve. And I think he'll agree with me. You 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 did not install a soundproof 
booth in this room, Baffles which you could have done. Baffles this me. corner over here it does. should have right been an that. enclosed space to, for you to voice track because you're voice tracking and you're, your voice is bouncing off the walls. But we do professionally, right? People who do this, this is yeah. your on the amateur this level. This is your career that you get money for. Put more into it than we do. You reinvest in your in your brand. Like when I, I'm constantly, uh, uh, you know, I had the same equipment for years, but I just recently upgraded a bunch of equipment. So now for the show I do every week, because you have to stay ahead of things and keep things current and, and do things. I, to I, th put th out I think living, product. I think, I think living in Southern California, if you ever do resell that place, if you wanted to upgrade, move somewhere else, whatever you wanted to do, I think to be honest, I think there's equal value it's a in a recording booth and a sauna. No joke. I think there's like, I don't think anyone's going to, it's, it's like, uh, I watched a, a, one of those home improvement shows. I think it was like a hometown or something where all these people had the same, remember I talked about this, they all had the same starting point and then the same budget. It was like, here, all make your own thing. Someone put a bowling alley in one of them and it's like, yeah, if you want it, it's dope. If you don't want it, it's like, well, it's a fucking bowling alley. Right, right. I think that goes the same for sauna or studio. I don't think either one, you know, like, oh, a, I, I looked at a house with Sarah when well, we, were, we were looking. dollars is not like a little bit of money. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's yeah, it a is. big thing. Yeah, that's my career. I get all that. Let me just make this one point and I could move on. Done deal. But that's the story. It's like a putting green. A lot of houses. I've, I've looked at houses out here and mm -hmm. it's like, and in the yard as a putting green. I'm like, that's great, but I'm not a golfer. So I get the value in it, but not, not for you or me. Right. So Jordan hit me up. She said, don't forget to make this point. Converting the sauna means you could move the sauna with. So you have a portable booth if you move. Oh, that is true, because it's, it's sort of like a, a pod you're building. Yeah, so in other words, if I do customize the sauna, I can take that with me wherever I want, and I have a little voice tracking booth anywhere I go. I, I right? mean, I'm reading she the goes, feedback. Converting the space will only serve you while you live there won't add value because someone might not want or need a soundproof booth. It's an office, though. It's an office space. It's a small office space. It's an office. You could you could sell it as I have a. You could say two bedroom, two bath with an office pod. <laughs> yes, you know you what? That's not a bad idea. Wire, you could hardwire it for internet because yeah. it's near your. Yeah. Uh, if you really and, and the air ventilation was the you, you other could, part. You could hardwire in, um, or put in like a small uh, AC unit. Two bedroom, two bath, balcony, office pod. I could use five thousand dollars for. Other things. Yeah, but you know, know what you also, uh, to, uh, since we are the most interactive show, yeah. reading the feedback nonstop, mm -hmm. Becker brings up a golden point. Mm -hmm. he, you know, he gets a gold star. Hold on. <laughs> Scratch and sniff sticker for Becker. Which one? Strawberry. Ooh. Berry, berry. Very berry. You were, you were this close to wanting to drop four G's on a fucking dog for Jordan like two weeks ago. I'll up it. Four G's. Give me your dog. No. You were trying to hijack her I family was, dog. No, no, no. I was willing to throw two. She already had two. Invested. You were willing to pony up a like few it was G's. Four total. Two for me. Steve. You were like, hey, give me the dog. Four thousand. Not to mention, you can turn it into a full-on broadcast space. You can you can uh, have the connection to connect into studios. You can do voiceover work from home. Fine. Might you can, there do you two see or the, three more do years? See, I don't know. On. Do you see the space that I'm sitting in right now? Yeah. The size of the space. Mm -hmm. I imagine your sauna would be is bigger than this. It's Slightly. about that. Yeah. No, that space yeah. where the sauna but sits if you were to build is some, about that but size. But if you were yeah. to build something out, yeah, you would probably have this amount of room. Look at me. I'm in a I'm in a cabin. 
this you could set up a camera right and, right and do stuff from home no it's if true you needed it's, to. It's, I, it's, that's it's, why it's not it's as easy of a decision and i bring it here in yourself and your product right right so I encourage you that's the i think you can scrounge five grand it's an investment that's what you don't see you see it as oh i'm just wasting five grand you're investing in your future i know product. you say all this and i agree with you to an extent but you are very quick to spend someone's money that has a lot more I'm, money going out than you. I'm quick to. Well, that's not my problem, but it's quick. Yeah, but, but it's, it's part problem. of the equation. But it's, it's part of. But but uh, you think I'm just saying spend it to spend it. Spend it as an investment. You know, I'm not saying invest in in fake shoes. But Kavino's saying. I'm is saying. That, well, saying he's not going to be in your product. Kavino's saying he's not going to be any better or worse on turbo lithium or anything, whether he has his booth or not. So it's not. It, yes, it's investing in himself, but it's a luxury. It's not a necessity. He's saying, "Hey, I got an opportunity to do this for four grand. Should I do it?" It's not like his product's going to be better because of this booth. It's going to be the same. I'm doing so to wrap it, it up. Is a, it is. I'm a, doing it right now. That, you don't think it's he's gonna in the sauna and it sounds fine. I'm on lithium nationwide, talking to millions right now and turbo, and you, it's fine with your zero money spent. Yeah, the but, only problem I do see in it gets a little stuffy and yeah. it's only about 70, 80 degrees. Yeah, right no, now. you don't you're like little stuffies. No, and it's a little, little hot in there. But you're investing in your quality of life. Yeah. You're investing in getting your shit out of your daughter's bedroom. You're investing in soundproofing, which will will make your product sound better. I know you guys don't give a shit, and there's people on SiriusXM that sound like they're uh, on a shitter doing shows, mm. but it will make you sound better. I agree with it's a tax write-off, and those are the type of things that that we already work, hit all work, of our yeah. maxes, though, man. We I'm already. Not even, I'm not even taking that angle. And that's on top of so what anyway, I'm saying. It's, it's sauna saying or studio of rage. Because remember, once I customize, once I do anything to that sauna, the sauna's ruined as a sauna. It's no uh, longer I'm not going to lie. So I, mean, I can't even paint the outside of it. Let me ask you. It's a sauna or you. it's something else. So let me ask sauna you. or studio of rage, the end. A answer, ask yourself this. Yeah. You were in the market. Done, you were in the market for a house and a condo and you were looking around. I was for a year or so. Mm -hmm. Spots looked at cabins in the woods. We've all looked at real estate. So have, have you ever on any on any list or conversation you had with your ex-wife, your girlfriend, anyone you ever looked at real estate with? Have you been like sauna? No, it was just a cool throw in. It was like, oh, yeah. And the place has a sauna. Get a load of that. Like I would never you would never seek it out. So getting rid of it should be no harm to you. I can promise you ask a realtor. But the sauna has actual value. It's still worth like six G's. Yeah, but you know what I mean? I. And once I drill, even if he drills a hole in it, kind of, kind of done at that yeah, point. But if I, I paint the outside just because I want it to look I, nice, it's then it's done as a sauna. It's done as a sauna. It's removable. I think with you can take it right out. I think with. I think, I think with or no, without that sauna. But I'm saying, could you remove it intact? Yeah, probably. It's a matter of do I use sell the sauna it. as the voice booth or the actual space? If you can the remove the whole thing as a piece, sell it as is. No one wants and to use sauna. I don't but I'm just saying. No one wants, and it's non-functioning. I'm just saying, someone might want it. Someone might want to sell, it, sell it for parts. What yeah. am I going to get? What am I going to get? Five hundred bucks, right? Then I have that empty space that I have to spend four to five thousand on fixing, I, or spend nothing and do status no. quo. What I'm doing now? Thirty-five hundred to forty-five hundred because oh. you got five hundred bucks. Okay, back. yeah, you're right no, about I, that. I, I don't know. I, I think yeah. it's. I think yeah. it's. A, I think it's a, yeah. No, I think it's a silly conversation because the reality is. If you sold your house, it's silly. It's a matter of six hundred dollars right, spent. Oh yeah, or really none. I could do it the way I'm doing it right now. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's, it's a matter of $0 spent or $5,000 spent. This is just not an easy decision. Look at it this way. If you sold that house tomorrow, yeah, you're not going to get one more dollar because there's a sauna there. You're not going to go to your realtor and be like, what did they offer? Oh, uh, they offered a million? Million sick. One million, uh, six thousand dollars a sauna. Like, no, it's not. It's never going to play into the equation. I promise you. I promise you. It, it, High-end real estate, those little throw-ins are not. And it's a sauna? Oh, well, that was the case. And I don't know how to fix I this. promise you. I don't know no how to fix one cares. How about this? Uh, make it with a table. I'll come. I'll subsidize it, and I'll come in and make my candles there. That'll be my. Uh, remember, I wanted the second apartment. Yeah. By the way, you uh, want to vote? Be my candle room. I put a voting it'll little poll at Steve Cavino on my Instagram story, and you'd be surprised. I'll tell you what it's at right now, but you'd be surprised that a lot of people are like, "Dude, you're 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 basically talking health benefits versus professional benefits." And I'm going health benefits all the way. Fix your sauna. I got a lot of people saying, "Dude, fix that sauna." How about you, how about you put in a studio and hit the gym? Uh, right now, it's thirty-one percent. I mean, to sixty-nine percent. Sixty-nine percent are saying that's what you do for a living. Turn it. What yeah. are you going to use more? The studio, sixty-nine percent. But twenty-four-hour fitnesses have saunas now, right? Yeah. Uh, now, right? Yeah, they do. Maybe. Yeah, they do. Yeah. No, they oh, do. They do. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Go to the gym. Go use yeah. the sauna at the gym. Start it's, the gym in May. This way, it's not your problem. All right. So that's just hey, some personal fun. I had I had some cool images to share with you so we could play along. Yeah. Put your vote in at Steve Cavino. I just Instagram. Think let me know what you think. Well, it's, a funny it's a funny dilemma. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm doing it in there now anyway, and I, I enjoy it a lot more, even though it gets a little hot. I, I think I think you're you're sort of speaking logically in the middle of Spot and I, where I feel like Spot wants to just spend, 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 and I, I want to save, and I want to save, save, please, save. Can you please just ditch that notion? Like reinvesting in a product is not spend, spend, spend. I'm not saying stupidly spend money on something like, oh, you need a, a Lambo to get to and from work. I'm saying this is your product and you have the opportunity. Then you got to wonder when it's when it, for your product. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not saying get a second apartment. I'm not saying build a rent out a huge office space and build out something. There's some people that spend money more. I don't spend cavalierly than I don't others. Spend money cavalierly. You think I do. I spend it wisely. How much do you spend on a trainer? That was uh, honestly worth every penny. How much did you, but it's money you spent. Yes. How much money do, are you spending I, on your I, cool sculpting by today? By the way, I fully acknowledge that oh, it's, it's- yeah, cool sculpting. I fully acknowledge that it was a, a very expensive trainer, but the results- The results were great, but were don't make great. it seem like you don't spend money. Yeah, but And it's I, good, you're, you're no, allowed to spot. My, but hold on, that's my personal you're money that I choose to, to spend. For my business, I'm very careful about what I spend and how much money I spend allowed for write-offs. Sp you're allowed to spend money. I'm you just saying, don't I'm make it sound like you don't spend money like a little more freely than most. Well, I have it, so why not spend yeah, it? Precisely. But Are you writing checks to ex-wives and child support and all the stuff he's writing? a business expense. All right, I, I, you're, not, you're missing my point. You're missing my point. No, I'm not missing your point. I think you are. All right, a great example. We're, we're going to Vegas in a couple weeks. I'm all for it, but Spot's like, hey, let's rent a car instead of all trying to squeeze into one of our cars to, for more space. And I'm like, Sarah needs your car. I have a Mini Cooper and Tata's car has no air conditioner. What do you want to take? Not, we could all sit there. We're fucking, it, am I at a Prince of Dubai? Until, yes. until yeah, I, could you, do, I could do my show until you, just like that right until now. You told me, until you told me that Tata's car has no air conditioner, which that I agree with you now we should rent a car. But until then, well, it, and until the then I was like going, it's like, cause we were like trying to fit five people on a car and spots like, what's your Tata's car has no air conditioner. Yes. In LA. Yeah. What is she fucking out of her mind? She has a car, no air conditioner in LA. That's why we're renting a car. 
But we were renting well, a that's car. Awesome. But, a different we color. Yeah, but, but originally, originally we were renting a car because uh, uh, no plan. Steve over here was like, oh, I need a ride back. So now we, we have a tight space. So it makes I didn't say I needed a ride back. I could have fucking flown home. All right, then fine. I asked. Well, you asked. were added to the plan. So now we need we need to accommodate. And it makes sense. But my thought, my thought was, my thought was, for a four-hour ride home from Vegas, instead of renting a car, we could have took one of our SUVs and had five people fit in an SUV. It it just, it was just an example of spending money versus not. That doesn't. You're not feeling that at all. Yeah, I don't have to spend a dime. I've been doing it all week. I also don't need to go to Vegas and spend money. I can stay home and enjoy myself. How you don't understand what I'm saying is infuriating. I can, You're also, allowed ne- to spend I can money. also never go anywhere in my life and just stay in a little box and be content. No, but I want is to he enjoy play, Is myself. he doing this just to irritate me? You and Bill Jackson. This Bill says spot argues just to argue. No, I don't. But you have to be. No. I'm it, all for it. Annoys the minute me, you told me, the minute you told me. It annoys me that you throw these stigmas on me. Like, oh, you love to spend money. Do I? Oh, you're right. Because we never, did, we've never had stigmas thrown on us over the extent of the show. I wouldn't have a ton of it saved. So the fact that I've saved a ton of it, I choose to carefully spend it when I need yeah. to. All right, but, so, but but to say no one's had stigmas thrown on them? I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. We all have stereotypes about us on this show that we make fun of. My point was we were going to Las Vegas and on the way home, way home, way home, we're adding one more person because Kavino's going to come with us. So I said... Four people on a drive to Vegas is easy. Yeah, five's a little snug on the way home, but five people in an SUV is fine. And you're like, well, we'll just rent a bigger car. My initial thought until you told me, well, guess what? Tata's AC is broken, which is wild, by the way. Yeah. Until we figured that out, I was okay, like, squeezing five people in a four-hour drive. Well, I spent, like, two, three hundred dollars on a car for no reason. But I had this conversation with Tata, so thank you. Okay, I'm just... (laughs) Once she, once she said, I have no age, just so you know, it's like, it'll be a tight squeeze. So you were willing to fucking, let me ask you this, because it's all, we'll do I, it. my, my ass is the one that made the deciding factor here. You were so cool great driving ass. four people with no air condition on the way home. You were already in the equation when I talked to her. Okay. So, well, it, so then don't act like you're like doing it for me. You, you fly home then. It has nothing to do with me. Because well, you would never have, you would never have driven home. Four to four to seven hours in LA in Vegas traffic in a car with no air condition. I mean, I was so you're gonna rent the car I regardless. Gonna, I was gonna drive in my mini and drive with the top down. No, that's engaged. bullshit. You were gonna fucking and rent the car guy, and then regardless. this guy uh, got in on it, and then Tata got in on it. Hey, would you have driven, which could potentially be a seven hour ride with four grown adults in a car with no air condition? No. Okay, so you would have rented the car. Don't act like I was the deciding factor. See, that's now you're getting like. now you're getting all yeah, weird. I don't like that. It has nothing to do with me. No one would have driven home in a car. With no this had nothing to do with you or it just has to do with spot. Me making the point that spot likes to spend money and him getting butthurt about it. The end. Let's move on. Okay. You're let's spend money. You're an adult. To rage you or not to it. rage. You're, 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 you're a guy that it's not like you have 10 pairs of Yeezys and a fucking uh, Tesla. I get it spot. My point is like you do love to spend money under the guise always of like invest in yourself. And I, hey, listen, to each his own. We're provolone. Oh, man. I got on a, on a positive note. I enjoy doing my voice tracking from that little space so much more than sitting there looking at my, again, daughter's stuff. Like, okay, this is cool. And I'm, I'm 
on the patio. I'm looking out at the beautiful skyline and everything. I'm like, all right, this is way better. So hopefully that translates. Listen to the show. Listen to me on Lithium, SXM34, yeah. right after this, and then Turbo tonight on SXM. Either way, thank you guys for being here. Um, being that it is uh, coming up on Easter weekend. Stick it in the keister or no? Going to stick everyone, stick it in the keister you know for Easter. I have a story about sticking it in the keister for Easter. I'm going to drive myself. Three of you can go in Tata's uh, AC Liths car. I never planned on that. How about that? You and Gabe, uh, four of you. You, Gabe, Tata, and uh, the two of you. Two of you. Why are you, why are you so I'll be, mean? I'll be in my mini living it up. Why are you so mean? Cruising with the top down through the desert. Why are you so mean, Spot? Why is he so mean, bro? Joy. Totally not even involved. My mini of rage. Or no, I'm sorry, my mini of joy. Um, I have a story about sticking it in the keister. For Easter? For Easter. Do you want a good uh, palate cleanse before you hear the story? Because when it comes to rando news, oh, yeah, I, I only have one story. I have a very sweet palate cleanse, but all right, go on. Let's hear your palate cleanse. Oh, you're going to love it. Are you going to love it? Uh, is it? But it's a little sad. Is it news or sports? Sports. Oh, sports? Yeah. Oh, man. For once, I got it right. Sports. So the Yankees take on the Blue Jays this week, right? And they're going to run the AL East. The Blue Jays are a fun team to watch. Doug Ferrier, Vic in Toronto. Are they as the good Blue as Jays the 85 fans? Blue Jays? <laughs> they're as good as the 85 Blue Jays. This team won nothing. Stacked. No, that Vlad, Vladdy, Vladdy Jr. is beast to Don level. He went four for four with a with a busted finger bleeding yesterday with three home runs. Right? He's mm-hmm. Garrett Cole's daddy. Eh? He's my daddy. He's my daddy. Definitely my daddy. Who's your daddy? So, long story short, Vladdy Guerrero single-handedly destroyed yeah. the Yankees yesterday, right? Blue Jays are on fire. But it looked like the Yankees were maybe going to make a comeback. And they had one man on base. They're two runs down. They send up Giancarlo Stanton off the bench. This right? is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So Giancarlo Stanton's pinch hitting comes in in the hero moment to tie the game. Remember, Yankees are down two runs. Giancarlo is at the plate. Man, he, he takes a nice cut. Watch. It's a Stantonian. It's a Stantonian cut. Cut. It really is. Like, I, I, was, I, I did one of these. Rich. <gasps> Just please watch this clip. And the Yankees take on the Blue Jays for a final game today. But baseball's back. I hope yeah, you're enjoying Yeah, baseball's it. exciting this year. Just long. Just long games. So, John Sterling. With the call. Is with the call. Famous Yankee announcer who, in my opinion, sounds like Captain Crunch. This Hicks. Here's the 1-0. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. At the wall. Caught by Tapia. Well, I thought that was gone. So Stanton got close. He sent Tapia back to the wall to make the catch. And the Yankees come up just empty. That would have tied the game. So the Yankees Man. get one run on Off two the hits. Bat, it looked good. One. Off the bat. Here's the one. I thought it was gone. Because anytime Giancarlo hits a ball like that, it's gone. I mean, honestly, I'm usually, I'm not the, you know when you're at a baseball game. He called it gone and then out. You know when you're at a, you know when you're at a baseball game. He changes lens prescription. You know when you're you're at a game and you're with someone that never played sports. So every time there's a fly ball. 
Remember when you were younger, every you'd always be with someone that it was a fly ball. They'd be like, "It's a home run," and you're like, "No, you're 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 not reading the ball right." Well, at a li- at a live ball game, it is. It gets a little trickier. It's tricky. But I'll tell you what, watching TV, I feel like we're all pretty good judges of like Aaron Judge. No pun intended. We're all pretty good judges of like, yo, right from the swing, you could tell that might be one of the top fooled me moments because oh and knowing Giancarlo's yeah. power dude anytime he gets a hold of one like watch, that it's gone even watch the exit trajectory of it yeah. it looked like it was it good. looks it, it looks looked gone. like it was gonna go I out of the stadium was, <laughs> I thought it was way gone that, too yeah. but this dude's there right right and, and then he and he's 83 so people are like you know he's he's just gotta call it a he, day at this point and I, that's yeah. where I feel bad but it's still hilarious didn't he do something re- oh he was calling the same remember he called during COVID same. when he was not at the actual stadium he called a replay as if it was live yeah, yeah. that's what happened that's, yeah very old so you know guy how move. I thought I was gonna get hmm John net is Play it one more time because off the bat. Yeah, yeah, off the bat. Off the bat. It looks so good. It is gone. I couldn't believe this. It it was warning track. It was a blast. Here's a 1 0. Swung on, there it goes. Deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. But caught. <laughs> Dude. Even, I, you know, even Stanton did a couple steps down to first base because it looked like he got it. Maybe the wind the caught wind it or something. Or something. Just missed it. Yeah. Something. Just so got under it. It's like, hilarious I mean, and sad all at the same time because you don't want to see an old guy missing a step or you know he just doesn't have it anymore i honestly feel fine laughing at that because i still think at 83 guy's sharp yeah i think he was just fooled like we all i was fooled but it's just he's calling the game so he gets the heat there but, was uh that's it either way i've been, i've been enjoying these games and enjoying a really young team in the blue jays i think the yankees are gonna find the rhythm either way baseball's back oh. hope you're enjoying it the, we'll talk more about it this weekend on fox sports radio the the metsies my Mets are looking good. They're five and two. Oh, you said it. Season's over. And you know the Metsies, as Keith always calls them, could be. I don't like that. Easily seven and zero. Oh. They blew two two games in the eighth inning. They were winning four nothing the other day and, and lost five four. You haven't blown that many things since the early two thousands. I know, definitely since the early two thousands. Five and two. They're in first place. The Mets are looking good. They're saying that. They're saying that. No. When he's in his zone. No. <laughs> I'm listening. When he's in his zone. No. Yeah. Thank you, Vic in Toronto. Where's the low one? You had a low one. <laughs> I but I, find that one for me. That's really? the best oh, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the one right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, it's growing up. <laughs> it's uh, it's rare when you're when your team, you feel like confident in the lineup. The Mets this year look solid. You ever see a guy that you don't watch on a regular basis? Then you, he's on your team. You've said this before, and you're like, yo, watching him day in and day out. You know who is a star player? Who? Starling Marte. Starling player. No, he's sure. the guy that you know. He fun fact: there's only two players. I think it's Trout and Marte. That have hit 275 or higher for the last decade. To think that batting averages have dropped so yeah, much, and oh only yeah. two guys 
have maintained a 275er average better. Yeah, but you don't know, like Rich said, unless you watch him. You know the name. Yeah. But you watch somebody day in, day out, it really changes and, your and perspective I, on them. I heard Buck Walter and other people saying that he gets hot and cold, but when Pete Alonso is in his zone, no one could hit quite like him. Like, he's one of those guys that when he's in his zone, every at-bat is like home run or double. And Lindor look like he looks like he's getting off to a good start. It, it, it's fun to watch baseball. The, the big story in baseball yesterday, though, was... That was the John Sterling call. It was the John Sterling call, and... The Dodgers and, and Dave Roberts pulling Clayton Kershaw after seven innings, 80 pitches, perfect game. Unbelievable. I know it's the way baseball's played now. The spring training was limited, so you're not going to want to push a guy early in the season, but he only had 80 pitches, 80 pitches spot, perfect game through seven. Um, Jeff Passan said it best. I'll give... Uh, ESPN's Jeff Passan, MLB's Jeff Passan, a shout. Oh, Jeff Passan? I thought it was Howdy Doody. Yeah, that guy's got a face. He does look like Howdy Doody. That guy's got a face. Oh, he, wait, that's Jeff Passan? He made... it was Alfred E. Newman. That guy's got a face. He made a great point. He goes, if it's a no-hitter, yeah, whatever, pull him. Kershaw's thrown no-hitters. But there's been over 220,000 games in Major League Baseball history. There have only been 23 perfect games. He's six outs away with 80 pitches. You don't give him a chance. Shameful. Get it. You could say there's guys that have been ruined. Johan Santana, Matt Harvey. There's guys that have been pushed to the limits where their careers got ruined because they were pushed in a moment. But still, what you don't is, think. What are the stats again? Have out of how many games? There's been almost quarter million games in the history of baseball. 23 perfect games. Wow. So you yeah, tell but, me. But there was another stat. Like only two players have ever been pulled. Like. That far in a game. And both by Dave Roberts. Since and the 19, Dodgers. Like, since like 1902 yeah. or something like that. What's both the, by Dave Roberts. I'm sorry. What's the difference between a perfect game and a... So in a no-hitter no spot, if a, if, if a fielder makes an error, if there's a walk, a hit by pitch, that could still be count. a no-hitter. Okay. That could still no be a no-hitter. A, a, a perfect hit. game is nine innings, 27 outs. Three, like up, three, three, in, three up, three down. Three up, three down. 27 guys. No one makes an error. No one makes an error. No, no walks. No walks, nothing. Just... 27 batters, three in innings for so nine rare. innings. It's so rare. 23 times in history. And Dave Roberts had the nuts to pull a pitcher two times. After? After eight innings. Uh, no, after after seven. After seven no, but here's the thing, though. If he had 100 pitches, I'd say, I sort of maybe get it, but he had 80 <laughs> pitches. Why don't you throw him out there for the eighth, Camino? Let him start it. the eighth. If he starts the eighth and he fucks up, then you go, take him out, applause. How do you know he wouldn't have rolled in the eighth inning with like a 10-pitch inning or something? You yeah, don't know. That's a shame. It's a I, shame. I, I don't know. It, maybe these things don't matter the way they used to. But again, a perfect game is so rare. But Rich, I, I thought I'm you sure. Gonna... I'm sure there's a... Uh, you know, listen, don't blame Dame Roberts. Uh, managers take, take direction from the front office. And these guys are considered more financial decisions than... Like, Clint Kershaw pitching a perfect game means way less to the Dodgers than him being good all year. Agreed. Where they're ahead. looked at as investments now. I mean, it's a med example, but the re the reality is it's one of the best examples. They rushed back Matt Harvey to pitch for the playoffs. And Matt Harvey went from like the star. Kevin Durant's a good example too. Kevin Durant they they pushed him back. back and look what happened. Yeah. Sometimes you, sometimes you want to rush. Kevin Durant's his, good again, but yeah. you're right. Harvey was never really the same. But, yeah. you know, it reminds me of a Mexican word of the day, Rich. Oh. It's my grandma's maiden name, actually. My grandma's maiden name. 
Gomez. Oh, Gomez. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. I could use it in a sentence. Yeah. The Mexican word of the day. Ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Gomez. Let's go, Mets! Let's go, Mets! Let's go, Mets! Let's go, Mets! I was driving. You could, you could do this. You could be like, I was driving to Queens the other day. I was driving to Queens the other day. And uh, I just like, let's go, Mets. Yes, let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. But so, hey, um, those Doyers, they'll be a great team. The and, Blue Jays and Vladdy Guerrero, the they're a great team. The Mets are looking good. Um, there's a guy that my buddies were pointing out yesterday. I'll give one more baseball shout out and we'll move on. There's a guy that's not getting enough credit because he he's plays on a team that no one really cares about. And he's a young Asian player on the Cleveland Indians. Are you aware of what this guy's doing? Oh, let me give you. I don't oh, even know the name. guy that's like you have no marbles. That guy on the Cleveland yeah, Indians? The, yeah, he used to be on the Cleveland uh, Indians, but now he's on the Guardians. I'm going to show you the funniest. What is his name? Player of all time. Group text. Oh, here we go. Stephen Kwan. Are you aware of what Stephen Kwan is doing for Cleveland right now? No, tell me about it. I'll tell you when we'll move on. I know who Key Hui Kwan is all about. Yeah, well, let me tell you this. That's data from Goonies. Stephen Kwan. He's off to a historic start. Just when you talk about how, like, records, there's always something new being broken. Get this. He has a 750 on-base percentage to start the year. He's reached base safely 18 and 24 at-bats. The most times through a player's first five games in baseball since 1901. Smooth. 18 for 24. He gets on base .750. Three out of four times this guy's getting on base. Sounds like me, my senior year of high school. And get this. this he had broke another record. Stephen Kwan nice. has seen 115 Major League Baseball pitches to start his career. Nice. No swings and misses. That's insane. Yeah, he's It's in the zone. longest streak of pitches without a swing and a miss since 2000. Isn't that crazy? The dude is raking. Hi, Brett Maxwell. You want a Washington Senators uh, Nationals update? Do you want a... I said Senators. Throwing it back on a Thursday. You want a Nationals update? Nationals update? Want to talk about Juan the Brewers? Soto? I'll tell you, the only time about the Nationals, the Nationals have a World Series to, to they could cheer about for a couple of years ago. Yeah. But two things I think of with the Nationals now. Um, Juan Soto might be one of the baddest players in the game, but nothing around. He doesn't have the support that you're going to see a lot of games where yeah, Juan Soto, Soto you know what was carries them. John Sterling's call. That was what, what was trending. Yo, Soto, Not Juan Soto. Soto might be the, possibly the best player in the game, but got no protection in that lineup. And the big talk is that the fastest, the fastest selling jersey of all time is the jersey that's been getting criticism also. The Washington Nationals pink flower jersey. What is it, Spot? You know those flowers. What is it? Cherry blossoms? The cherry blossom jersey? You're such a goon. You're Mr. Brown Thumb. You don't know what cherry blossoms are? Cherry blossoms are beautiful. You're not Mr. Brown. You're definitely you not Dr. Brown East, You grew up on the East Coast. Fine, you know, not, there's a whole thing. There's, the the, there's a festival. Yeah, they have a whole thing around it. Well, spot that jer- look, up, look up the fl- uh, the Washington Nationals cherry blossom jersey. It's beautiful. It is the fastest I'm selling. I'm calling you Dr. Brown Thumb. How do you not know the cherry blossoms? Well, this cherry blossom jersey is the fastest selling Major League Baseball jersey. Because everybody's foofy pants, that's why. Or is it just oh. a good looking jersey? No, it's not a good looking jersey. It's cool. I love the cherry blossoms. I mean, we're talking baseball. It's very beautiful. It's the fastest selling one of all time. I'm on Team Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez, his, his response was, ugh, ugh. He's really? Like, Barf. Here's, He's like, here's the wolf. Yeah, that's, yeah, that looks really nice. 
Yeah, for a fucking a woman's softball team. Anyway, it's it's very pretty spot. Yes, it's the fastest selling jersey in Major League Baseball history. I think the funniest story. Women's I hope softball. I hope this is Brett Maxwell approved. The funniest story I think Oops. yesterday was was this that I sent you. Please just wrap it up with this a little clip. fat guy in the. Oh, it's the best. Who is this guy? I I feel like it's fake, but it's not. I don't. I forget his name. I don't even care. I want people to see it. Look at this guy. Gonna make you feel great. And then, Rich, you, you got to get into your story because yeah, we got to leave in a few. Got an egg hunt to get to. Yeah. Look, Look at, at this guy. Story. Hang on. This is this is from the. <laughs> This is from the uh, Toronto Blue Jays game. Look at this guy. Wait, this guy's a professional athlete. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Look at that no little turn. No fucking way. This guy's a professional athlete. What the fuck is going on? He's, uh, he's uh, hanging out with uh, Ian Kennedy eating too many Dolly Parton coconut cakes. Look at, Look at this fucking guy. Hanging out with uh, Vic in Toronto. How is that guy on the team? I honestly thought it was like, did they throw in the ball boy as a pinch runner? I, I agree with Alejandro Jason, uh, Kirk. Is that him? Well, I agree. You guys with... always say that like you. Alejandro you, Kirk, yeah. You use your body weight. Yeah, no. He, listen, there's been guys. There's been like the Matt Stairs and the Crux of the world that are husky. He's but this guy's, like, this guy's little. I got to look up his stats. Um, Jason, I agree with Jason. It is a beautiful jersey, but for fans. But I don't know about grown men in a professional game. That's the thing. No, it's a, no, it's a beautiful oh, game. Flowers are so yeah. womanly. Oh, it's a, oh, it's oh, baseball, I'm a macho dude. man. I love baseball. Here we go. Can I give you a fun fact? Sarah told me that pink throughout history is traditionally a man's color. You know how we do bo blue boys, pink girls? You know pink is a girl's color? I'm sorry, a boy's color? Because traditionally, what were, what were kings wearing, Kavino, all the time? That was regal. Like back in the Crowns. day. Crowns. And red. Yeah. So men of royalty and power like Prince Adam, bro. would wear red. And what, and what is red light, essentially? What is faded red? Pink. So pink was a man's color, traditionally, and somehow along the way, American culture made it for a girl. But Why would I want flowers on my jersey? I just want to watch grown men in tight-ass uniforms with their bulges yeah. and their butts sticking out, hitting balls. That's what I want. I don't want flowers. I mean, I'm not mad at it, Spot, I'm but not to being, act I mean, that way is a little weird, don't you think? I mean, it's a baseball team. They're wearing eye black, getting dirty, and like, I get it. It's, it's a, a little weird. It's beautiful. It's, uh, it's a beautiful it's jersey. It's the area. It's, it's beautiful. By the way, I know. this guy, Alejandro Kirk, he's Mexican. He's five foot eight, 265 pounds. Five foot eight, 265, 23-year-old. Damn. 23-year-old Vato Ooh. Loco. But he really does. He looks like, Yo. hey, is that the, like the, did they take the equipment guy? He's like pinch running? Yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah. So prop, major props to him. Um, I know we got to go in like 10-minute spot. I sent you... Someone was saying that my daughter looks like my wife. She does. She I does. sent you a picture of Sarah when she was maybe around Emmy's age. Tell me if you think they look the same. And then I sent you the meme that got me like, that blew my mind. I just sent you a meme. All right. So here for reference. Yeah. This is, is Emmy uh, on her way to school Emmy today. On her way to school today. Which is why I'm leaving a few minutes early to go to the, the family Easter egg hunt. All right. Commit this to your memory. All right. So there's All my right. daughter. There's your daughter. Commit that to your memory. Yeah. Here, I think this one's... Very uh, similar. Similar. The face. Yeah. And that's Sarah when she that's was Sarah like when she was around that age. I'd have to see a little baby little brown thumb to really see how much she looks like you, though. Yeah. Little baby brown thumb. But yeah, no. But they, they called you brown thumb for a totally different reason. Oh, no. It's changed over the years. Yeah. <laughs> I used to just, I used to stick my finger in my butt. That's Sarah. Right? Yeah. Sarah when yeah. she was a little girl. I mean, 
you see the resemblance. It's not yeah, like not, exact. not identical. So there's but yeah, gotta be, if you see a, a, a younger picture of Rich, I'm sure there's something, right? Yeah, my mom is like thinks I look a lot like Ben. She's oh, like Ben. Yeah. She's like Ben's Dude. me. She's like Ben's me with blue eyes. You can't see that? No, I can't. Are you a fucking out of your I can't. mind? I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, I can't see it. Holy shit. He looks exactly like you, dude. Now, I sent you a meme spot that I want everyone to think about. And it has to do with George Jetson. Space Space Rockets and Cogswell Cogs. There's a a meme that I, I actually looked this up because I was like, Duh, did they ever make references? And apparently they did. Apparently George Jetson. Your dad, if he was in cartoon form. Oh, my dad definitely looks like George Jetson. Oh, oh. I kind of do look like George Jetson. Oh. I almost named you Elroy, Richie. Oh. George Jetson, apparently. Apparently. Is a Greg Jetson. Is a 40-year-old dad. In the summer of 2062, they make a reference to George Jetson being a 40-year-old dad Daughter in 2062. Lori. Oh, wait. So he's a 40-year-old dad in 2062. Which means... Sally, mm. his wife. Boop, 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 so boop, this boop, summer, <laughs> George Jetson's born. How are we going to celebrate? Is there, someone, is there someone right now with the last name Jetson that's expecting? I'm sure. Sure, there is. What's the chance of that? George Jetson was a 40-year-old dad in 2062. That means he was born this year. Happy birthday. Congratulations, George Jetson. <gasps> oh, I'm in a spaceship. Oh. You know, my dad, when I was a kid, you know, way, his hair looks way orange in that you photo. You know, your parents would have Isn't a George specialty. Jetson a brunette? You, know, no. your parents, you, you know, when your parents, when you were a little kid, your parents had a specialty. You know, my dad's specialty was drawing... Hanna-Barbera stuff. Like, for yeah. some reason, my dad could draw George Jetson and Fred Flintstone and nothing else. I only like cartoons with I, jowls. With jowls and side must profiles. Must be Hanna-Barbera. Must be profile photos only. So, one random thought before we get out of here for the day, and it has to do with, are you trying to tell me you wouldn't wake up? That's, that's what this conversation is. Kim Kardashian... Apparently is nervous that there is a additional Ray J sex tape mm. to be released. Yeah. And she, and people are like, Kim, do you remember recording anything else? Was there videotape? Was there footage? And she goes, I don't know. But this is the quote. This was the exact quote. I don't know. But what if Ray J like shoved a dildo up my ass while I was sleeping? You don't think you'd know. You sound sleeper that much that you wouldn't know if someone shoved something up your ass while you're sleeping. Either that, or you had a lot of things stuffed up, stuffed up your ass, and you wouldn't. You, just, you wouldn't even know. Were you sleeping in the early two thousands? In the early two thousands. <laughs> you like that one better. Yeah. The bass one's way better. Yeah, it's even worse than the high one, which makes it even better. I well, well, Rich, did you wake up or no? Uh, <laughs> But you don't think that's a peculiar answer? I know I'm not trying to even be funny. You don't think that's a peculiar answer? Like, I don't know. Maybe Ray J stuck a dildo up my ass while I was sleeping. Like you know how to sound me? of a sleeper I'm no are you? Detective, but I'm I'm thinking I fart well, that sleep means I don't wake up. That she thinks there may be video of her with a dildo on her ass, and now she's just sort of like positioning. 
and, and covering strategizing. It. Yeah, she's uh, what's the what's the term? Uh, getting ahead of it. <laughs> she's getting ahead of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, girl, I got that video of me shoving shit up your ass. I mean, do we do oh, we really care? No, how do I get ahead of this? Do we really care at this point? Honestly, she's I in think, a different place in her life. I think but uh, but it's already she's, she's a mom, but it's out she's, there already. She's saying her yeah, kids are starting. Her, her kids were playing video games, apparently, and saw a pop up about mom's sex tape. Well, Ooh, it's so it's uh, yeah, no, I know. But that Something now it's starting new, to. It, yes, it will redraw attention to it, but. Yeah, Everyone but knows she, it's, it's a nightmare she already lived through, though. I know, but it's out right? there already. Or I say that loosely because they did R- capitalize. Loosely, off of pun that. intended. <laughs> I don't know if it was up my ass. What do I know? Ooh. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. Why her ass though? Why not like? That's what I'm. That's why I thought. But apparently, it was in, she's getting all her ducks in a row and getting all the best lawyers involved in this. That's why I thought it was an absolutely bizarre Pete, statement. Pete's like. You know, that is a good point. <laughs> uh, look on TMZ. That's her quote. For all I know, Ray J stuck something on my ass while Pete's I was like, sleeping. Wait, wait, I can do things while you while you sleep? Yeah, Kim Kardashian sobs over possible new sex tape. Worries Ray J may have used a foreign object on her while she slept. And I'm like, what does that mean? So I looked at the story and it said uh, her quote is this. Oh, one of those uh, spoons you get when you travel? She's... As, as we've already reported, Kim said she's 99% sure there's no footage from her encounter with Ray J, but there's still that 1% level of uncertainty. She says, quote, what if I was fucking sleeping and he stuck a dildo up my ass? I wouldn't know. I think she's just trying to either, like we said, get oh. ahead of the story or oh. like that's just an expression. She's trying. No, she's trying to overcompensate. So when, when it actually comes out, it's like, oh, she didn't get a dildo up her ass. It was just. Something else. Yeah, it was a, uh, a finger. <laughs> While she was sleeping, it was just a finger. And then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, man, we're hoping for the dildo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, a, just a finger. Oh, what are you going to do? Um, one last uh, note. A couple happy birthday shouts to Sarah Michelle Gellar. We all loved her growing up in the 2000s. She is 45 today. I don't really remember that much. She's all right. Um, Michael C. Hall from all the. John Hughes movies of the eighties. He's fifty four. You mean Anthony Michael Hall or what Michael I say, C. Hall from Dexter? Did I say Michael C. Hall? Anthony yeah. Michael oh, Hall. Okay. I'm sorry, my bad. I got confused. Anthony Michael Hall, not Michael C. I Hall. I know at all. you love Michael C. Hall. I'm so not sure was... what happened there. Won't happen again. Yeah, Abigail said... Breslin. Wait, she how was, old is uh, Anthony Michael Hall? Fifty four. Remember, we like he was on the show and stuff. Yeah, no, true. He dated one of our friends, and he was a dick. Apparently, Anthony Michael yes. Hall and uh, Abigail Breslin. She is a uh, little Miss uh, Little Miss Sunshine, correct? 26 she's old now yeah and uh not a little kid anymore and also in the worst remake of dirty dancing and i'll give i'll give a shout out to this guy because i am fascinated i think there's like five people that should be nominated for awards when it comes to winning time on hbo adrian brody turns 49 today him as pat riley asshole it's fantastic asshole the asshole asshole and he was great on uh, Dice Clay Show too. That oh, was great. When he when that he was when, a great when, when he shadowed that, that asshole clip is for when he was you, shadowing Dice Clay trying to be like Dice Clay. One of the best episodes. You, it really was. If you don't, you don't even have to watch the show. You don't have to You're know right. anything about Dice Clay. Watching that episode, knowing that he's like, hey, uh, and then watching Adrian Brody try to mimic him is a self-contained Yo, masterpiece but, that everyone needs to watch. <laughs> That's the best shit you said all day, man. I agree with you. I might yeah. watch. I might try to find that episode just tonight. to watch. Just to watch it. So fucking funny. But if, you, if so you're not funny. if you're not watching um, 
the ultimatum because you think it's trashy <laughs> and you think it's stupid. Watch winning winning time, the rise of the Lakers, because John C. Riley, geez, Adrian Brody. I even think Jason Siegel is fantastic in his like doofy role. So good. They're all so it's good. Great. Jeannie Buss. Like the guy every, who plays Magic Johnson is the best, though. Because he he just captures Magic Johnson so well. Yo, his relationship in the beginning with Kareem, whoever knows how true that is, but it's wild. You see it in the highlights. Yeah, oh, dude. When Kareem hits that, that game winner, like that's a famous highlight. Yeah. Like you see Kareem, like, yo, get off me, kind of. Like, yeah, like, Magic yo, Johnson, yo, stop it, you little. Yeah. yeah. He's just amped to be there and super excited and personable. And Kareem was sort of, sort of a dick at that point. Yeah, at that stage. All right, guys, have a great day. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Correct? Yeah. For a free Twitch Friday. A little free Twitch Friday action. Uh, so we'll see we'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll go over uh, anything we may have missed, but I'm going to go do an Easter egg hunt. So uh, I'm going to go freeze my fat off. Spot's going to go freeze his fat. We and have stories uh, tomorrow. Kavino's going to go sit in an unworking sauna and record a lot of rock stuff. I'm going to go sweat in a sauna <laughs> and have a Vato standoff with another dad. Perfect. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Goodbye.